Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. And Metallica with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be another beautiful day. Sunny and high of 72. Tomorrow, nice, sunny, high of 73. It's 50 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, if you are listening to the show and planning on listening to the podcast later on, you should be uh, well aware of it. It's brought to you by Marcotte Ford. Uh, they got your back from sales, service, parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. Hey, the uh, first of many videos from us at the Big E was posted last night. Yeah. It's a it, winner. And uh, you get to see all the disgusting things that uh, we've done. And you'll get to see all the fun things we've done in the days ahead. Uh, Marty Caproni will be here later on this morning. We'll talk about the. We'll talk about going to the Big E. There's a. There's some stories to tell. Yeah. We'll, we'll also talk about uh, our colon issues that we have from yesterday. Oh yeah, and they're plentiful. Maybe not in detail, but we'll we'll let you know a little bit of it. We'll give you the landscape of that. Uh, the keyword to cash coming up after eight o'clock, and your chance at winning Australian Pink Floyd tickets on the way too. It's just about five thirty-five in Rock One Hundred Two. Who's got your back? Marcotte Ford. That's who. At Marcotte, having your back goes well beyond your purchase. You see, Marcotte knows your time is very valuable. So when you need your vehicle serviced, Marcotte goes above and beyond. Marcotte will pick up your vehicle from your home or work, service it, and then return it to you. So when Marcotte says they have your back, they have it before, during, and after your purchase. See for yourself. Get started by contacting Marcotte Ford on Main Street in Holyoke or MarcotteFord.com. See dealer for complete details. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 and the Romantics with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be a beautiful day today. Sunny and a high of 72. More of the same for tomorrow and a high of 73. It's 49 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, here's a surprising turn of events. Bijou Phillips, uh, Danny Masterson's uh, wife, Mm -hmm. has filed for divorce less than two weeks after he was sentenced to 30 years to life for the rape of two women. That's pretty good reason to uh, divorce a guy. I don't know. I would have thought she would have stayed with him. Yeah, I mean, uh, any woman in her right mind would stick by a rapist after 30 years in prison. Uh, Bijou's uh, attorney released a statement that's a little interesting. It says, quote, Miss Phillips has decided to file for divorce from her husband during this unfortunate time. His Her priority remains with her daughter. This period has been unimaginably hard on the marriage and the family. Mr. Masterson was always present for Miss Phillips during her most difficult times of her life. Miss Phillip acknowledges that Mr. Mas- Masterson is a wonderful father to their daughter. Mm. Bijou and uh, Danny started dating in 2004 and got married in 2011. This is kind of like, uh, you know, falling along those lines of the Scientology responses to things, to crises. Right. Oh, yeah. No, no. He's a great guy, even he's- though he's going to jail for the rest of his life. Listen, don't be fooled by his conviction. Deep inside, he's a very warm-hearted rapist. Really? No. Uh, Our country's great financial standoff is officially over. Vanna White is returning to Wheel of Fortune. She extended her run through the 2025-26 season, taking her two years into Ryan Seacrest's run as host. 
There's no word on how much Vanda's making, but sources say she got a substantial increase from the $3 million salary she's been earning for the past 18 years. She's only making $3 million? For 18 years? I would have thought she would have been making at least eight or nine. How much was uh, Sajak making? Oh, he was making like $30 million a year off of that. She she devoted 18 years of her life to spin those to spin those letters in a way that I don't think anybody could have done. Let's see, uh, 15 million a season. Well, that's not that's double what I said, but it's it's still 15 still, million dollars. She's as much of a show as he ever was. Well, people watch the show because of both of them. I only watch the show because of her. Well, I don't know. Pat's got a nice little Adam's apple going on. He's not really my type. Vanna, at one time, was my type. I love women who spin letters around. Yeah. She doesn't even spin anything anymore. She just touches the screen. (laughs) You don't even need that. That job is one of those jobs that could have been eliminated. Maybe that's why they were only paying her $3 million going, listen, Vanna, we don't really need you on the show. We have a person in the back that we're paying minimum wage that can push that button to make that letter come up on the screen. You see, I used to enjoy so much when, like, someone would say, uh, is there a D? And she would go up and touch the D. Yeah, you know, she in touched my head, the D. Yeah. yeah, the wheels are turning. She got the D back there. Matter of fact, she's got four of them. Wow. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of Ds in this one. One, two, three, four. <laughs> hey, call it a Christmas miracle. Even though strikes have brought Hollywood to a standstill, Hallmark has 40 all-new original holiday movies in the pipeline this year. Perfect. And they didn't break the strike or use scabs. They didn't even get exemptions. They just ramped up production when it became obvious that the strike was going to be happening. Hey, you know what? Let's get these crappy holiday movies uh, in gear before they all go on strike. Which uh, wasn't hard because, as one executive put it, Christmas is a year-round business at Hallmark. The festivities kick off on Friday, October 20th. So soon? Well, you know, you want to get an early start at it. Yeah. By the time Christmas rolls around, it could become a Christmas classic. Oh, here's a, and this is the name of it. You ready? Yeah. Checking it twice, in which, quote, a journeyman hockey player falls for a real estate agent in a career crisis when he's traded to her hometown and moves into the cottage in her hockey-loving family's backyard. Happens all the time. And uh, then uh, it means that checking now means two yeah. things. Yes. I can't wait till the Pornhub version of this where... He nails her to the boards. <laughs> a lot of slashing in that oh, film. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, here's an interesting note. A Merry Scottish Christmas prepares on November 18th featuring Lacey Shea-Bear and Scott Wolf as siblings, just like they played on Party of Five back in the day. Wow, that would be yeah. amazing. Remember we talked to her, Lacey Shea-Bear? No. Uh, yeah, we talked to her briefly. She was the original voice of Meg before Mila Kunis became... Uh, that on Family Guy, and we talked to her, and I tried to ask her. I'm like, "Oh man, you must be upset that you, you know, gave that up." And she kind of went into this like religiousy kind of thing, like, "No, it's no big deal," and uh, uh, yeah, I think, yeah. and I'm like, "Oh, maybe that's why we don't remember the interview. Yeah, maybe that's why they pulled you off the show." That could be too. Yeah, uh, Ed Sheeran continues to find new ways to interact with his fans. This time, he did surprise pop-up gigs at fans' homes. In the process, he secretly recorded a live album of the songs for his upcoming album, Autumn Variations. Each song was recorded in a different fan's living room. When you say there's uh, uh, these are surprise gigs, he was just like banging on doors. 
Hey, would you mind if I uh, get you know a concert what? in your rumpus room? Yeah, that That's, I think, it's probably relatives of the record engineers going, hey, you know what? Go over to my kid's house and play, uh, you know, whatever song you play. Well, yeah. I went actually went to a, a house concert that somebody uh, yeah, arranged. Well, we talked about that last year, that which was pretty neat. It was actually kind of cool. Right. But, yeah. but I don't... How many Ed Sheerans are you, you know? True. I mean, you're not going to get Ed Sheeran to, like, help you fold laundry. No, but you went to somebody who is fairly popular, but not, like, mainstream popular. No, he's, a, like, he's got, like, eight albums to his credit. Right. I mean, he plays in someone's living room. Uh, and I had tickets to the front row. Look at you, right on the Ottoman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, you, they called you the Ottoman. Because you didn't move the entire night. Yeah, I was in control of the Ottoman Empire that day. Uh, 98 Degrees is on a 25th anniversary tour, but you wouldn't even know it because all anyone can talk about is NSYNC getting back together. Uh, In a recent interview, Nick Lachey and Justin Timberlake and company stole their thunder. Uh, He was kidding, of course, and his brother Drew added, when one succeeds, we all succeed. Mm. Because we're all kind of like us, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, we're all clumped into the same pile there. What pile were you referring to, sir? Yeah, the boy band pile. Yeah. And by the way, Kim Kardashian has a budding romance with uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Really? Yeah. She must have something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I had a budding anything was when I saddled Ray J's Spoonicorn in that sex tape you can purchase on Uporn for $39.95. It starts with a spooning. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you see what happens to the horn. Caitlin? Oh, I never got that down and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but uh, it was wide. It was like a moose knuckle yana. <laughs> a Jurassic slap storm, if you will. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is it looked like I was giving a whale a tic tac. <laughs> One of those beluga whales, too. <laughs> Washed up on the beach, they cut the stomach open. There it is. There's the tic tac <laughs> right inside. And that's your Hollywood. The seas were angry that day. <laughs> A titleist, yeah. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash. I rock what I do. With that Hyundai you've always wanted, it's now Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor power headquarters. Steel, Craftsman, Aaron's, plus battery-powered Ego. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, remember a few weeks ago when the Patriots decided to do a little shuffling around with their quarterback depth chart? One minute they're giving a look at Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham during the preseason. The next minute they're cutting both those guys, leaving Mac Jones the team's only remaining quarterback option. And do you remember when, just after cutting those guys, the Patriots signed both of them to the practice squad? Then, just days later, they picked up former Old Miss quarterback Matt Corral off waivers from Carolina. Does any of this sound familiar to you? Because it's digging up a lot of suppressed memories for me. Well... If you can remember that far back, then I'm sure you also recall that when the Patriots snagged Matt Corral off of waivers, they dropped him to the number three quarterback position behind Bailey Zappi, who they had just cut and resigned to the practice squad. Why? Because early in the day, Matt Corral was placed on the exemption list for allegedly not showing up due to a pressing personal matter. Ten days later, which was two days ago, Matt Corral was released from the exemption list, waived by the team, and then became a free agent. Well, guess what? Less than 24 hours after becoming a free agent, Matt Corral was immediately snagged to another practice squad contract, and you'll never guess who signed him. It was the New England Patriots. Listen, 
I may not be the smartest fellow in the world, but I'd like to think that I can figure out a few things from time to time. But to make any sense of what Bill Belichick is doing with his backup quarterback situation requires a protractor, an abacus, 287 spreadsheets, and a bucket load of number two pencils. If I were a Patriots quarterback, I'd be afraid to sign a lease. I'd be afraid to order address labels. I'd be afraid to make any long-term commitments of any kind simply because it's not entirely clear what's going to happen in the next 24 hours with any of these guys. Look, if Matt Corral had a couple of personnel issues that he's dealing with, or personal issues rather, then that's fine. But slapping on an extra layer of fluctuating job security probably isn't going to help very much, and that can't be very good for business. But hey, in the my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Going to the Big E? Go to the Rockies booth and get a Traeger Woodfire Grill, an Uni Pizza oven, get Carhartt Workwear, and then pick it up at the nearby Agawam Rockies or any Rockies location that's convenient for you. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 613. And Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be a really nice day today. Sunny and a high of 72. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 73. It's 49 right now in downtown Springfield. Now, a couple things going to go on today. Uh, first of all, the keyword to cash coming up after 8 o'clock. And then after 7, Marty Caproni will be joining us. We're going to talk about uh, yesterday at the Big E. Yeah, matter of fact, uh, you can check out the video if you want to. It's on uh, It's on our TikTok, Rock 102 TikTok uh, I think it's just at Rock 102, right? Or something like that? Uh, yeah, you just have to type in Rock 102 under the search, and then you'll uh, find that. And, of course, so this is really so the first uh, TikTok video that we have produced. It's yeah. Molly, the intern, went back to school. Yeah, you know what? I uh, I was, I was, uh, I I put this together myself yesterday uh, after, uh, you know, we had, we had a person who volunteered to do the camera work for us. So then I, I took all those clips and I imported them to my computer, and I thought, oh, I can just do this on iMovie, and I'm trying to put the thing together. And then I keep getting the black bars on each side of the screen. So then I'm texting uh, Molly, and I'm like, hey, and you can read the, the, the text thread because it sounds like a boomer talking to to a kid. Hey, what's this, uh, what's this split button here? How do I put the overlay of our what I want the video to do? Can you make it do that thing where it clips out and goes to the next scene? What do you, you know? do? It. What does this thingamabob mean? The thing next yeah. to the who's it? So, uh, so thank you, thank you to Molly for for uh, walking the boomer through the uh, video process yesterday. Can you imagine? She's uh, she's at college, right? And yeah. uh, she's a very smart kid, and she's uh, she's doing great. But she's at college. Yeah. Yeah, so her she's time, busy doing other things. Yeah, like learning stuff to yeah. you know, like uh, uh, promote a future career in something, yeah. and. Uh, yeah, here's this old guy texting her, looking for right. technical advice. Like, so, like somehow, you know, she's a she's a technician on she's on the, she's working the Genius Bar. Well, I mean, it's preparing her for a career filled with people who are idiots anyway. So <laughs> we're all kind of dumb in our own way in this business. We all we all have our you have your things, I have my oh, things. And remember when we used to when when we were doing the live show. Yeah. And we were all responsible for making a video. Yeah. You made one. Yeah. I made one. And uh, and I didn't know anything about iMovie. Right. I knew nothing at all. I mean, if I if I made a, a like a video, it was always like, yeah. a, like a one-shot deal. And if I screwed it up, I started it all over again. I had to go to my kids to, to edit these videos because yeah. I was clueless on how to do it. 
Well, uh, so I, I get done with this uh, this TikTok video, and I'm all proud of myself. I'm like, wow, I actually did it. It's, up, it's actually on TikTok. Wow. Like, wow. And then uh, my, my kids are watching this. And uh, and 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 my my daughter says, "Oh my God, this is so cringe." My dad is on TikTok because <laughs> it's like it's their thing. Yeah, it's, I know. It's a young kid's thing, and here us old guys are trying to, you know, that's that's how we ruin everything. Yeah, that's, that's how we, we all ruined Facebook. We ruined. Uh, Twitter, we ruined all this stuff, and we'll ruin the next thing you got too, you meddling kids. <sighs> I mean, how many? Uh, One point <laughs> six billion users of TikTok, and you yeah. ruined it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? It just takes one person to, to ruin it for everybody. Uh, but we didn't. Uh, it was very. Uh, I liked it yesterday at the Big E with not a lot of people there. Like during oh, yeah. the day, you know, there was people coming in. Don't get me wrong; it wasn't like uh, there was. It, was a lack it of wasn't empty by any means. Well, actually, when we were leaving, which was probably around one o'clock or so, yeah, it was getting, it was starting to pick up a little bit. But if you go in that like morning time, I think you're going to be all right. If you don't, if you want to just go and enjoy everything without perhaps being punched in the face or. Uh, <laughs> Being spit on. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I, I was, uh, you, you know, I, I wanted to spend a little bit of time, you know, shopping around the Big E for yeah. things like, uh, you know, brass knuckles. Yeah. Maybe yeah. like a, one of those uh, throwing stars, some, uh, some nunchucks. They well, used to sell that stuff, didn't they? I think you used to be able to buy, I remember, like, knives. I remember my brother's friend coming home from, like, a fair with a pair of brass knuckles that he that was back in the 80s though yeah when nobody really cared what was being sold yeah, that's back when thing. people left their fights to things like bars or their living room but uh, we'll get into more of the uh, the food and stuff next hour when when Marty gets in here but I want to talk about the uh, the fight that broke out the other night at the Big E a large this is from Mass Live a large fight that broke out at the Big E on Sunday night as fair growers left through gate 5 ended with about a dozen police officers swarming the crowd a kick to the face for one man, pepper spray in the air, and two Connecticut 20-year-olds arrested. Ta-da! Ta this was the second reported large brawl to have occurred since the Big E's opening day on Friday and the first to have ended in arrest. Uh, at 10.23 p.m. on September 17th, officers who had been patrolling Memorial Avenue on mountain bikes for the Big E stopped to watch the crowd leaving Gate 5. They saw a fight involving two 20-year-olds believed to be a couple from Connecticut and several other people break out at the gate. The 20-year-old man was seen punching a man multiple times during the brawl. One officer pulled the Connecticut 20-year-old off the man, but in the chaos, the department said he was able to break free of the officer and kick the man in the face, causing his nose to gush blood. Oh, Jesus. The officer who'd first grabbed the 20-year-old sprayed a burst of pepper spray into his face to stop him from continuing to fight. Uh, and then the man was handcuffed. However, several friends and family of the 20-year-old were causing a disturbance because of his arrest, including a woman from Gales Ferry, Connecticut, believed to be his girlfriend. By this time, countless onlookers had stopped to watch the scene unfold. As about 12, uh, 12 officers descended upon the group of friends and family at the gate to stop the commotion, the Connecticut woman kept trying to get near her boyfriend while he was in custody. That's never a good idea. These people need to go to the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge. They, they do. Uh uh, Chief LaFrance La stated officers asked her to leave the fairgrounds after the fight had ended at least 10 times, but she refused and told officers, this is public property, though they informed her it was actually private. Yeah, you know, uh, that public thing doesn't become public when you pass through the gates of a private uh, fairground. Yeah. 
Uh, police said her continued verbal tirade at the officers, along with her refusal to leave, prompted officers to arrest her. She yelled that she was not under arrest, pulling away and tensing her arms in a brief schedule, uh, struggle before she was finally put into custody and brought to headquarters. And you're in West Springfield. Man, if that O'Brien guy was working, you would have spit mask over your face as fast as you could before you could see a uh, big yellow slide. The man who'd been kicked in the face was checked out by EMTs and declined to go to the hospital. Both 20-year-olds face an array of charges following their arrest. These include disorderly conduct, assault and battery with a dangerous weapon, and failure to have a good time at one of the most <laughs> fun places yeah. on earth. An event designed to have a good time. It all ends in violence. Just 98 days before yeah. Christmas. You know, the uh, the other thing that the West Springfield police did put out on their Facebook page yesterday was insinuating that these may have been uh, part of a viral TikTok thing. And, and one of my friends said to me the other night, she said, that fight looked fake, that first one. She goes, there was something almost fake about it a little bit. And when you go back and watch it a little bit, you're like, yeah, there is some a little bit of a like an yeah, acting thing. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know how fake it was. It just wasn't a very good fight. Yeah, but think about, uh, you know, all right, we want to make something viral. You get a group of friends together, and they're like, if we just pretend to kick the crap out of each other, yeah. we could put this on TikTok and become famous. And they did. You know what else would could be uh, you know, viral on TikTok? Like, yeah. say, uh, you pick a food item, like corn dogs, okay? Yeah. And like, uh, and you ate like 500 corn dogs over the course of a day. That would go viral, and no one needs to get punched in the face. No. No, they don't. But it makes it all that much more fun. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess I'm more focused on the dude eating all the corn dogs. You should do the Big E experience for the other parts of the year. You know what? Anytime we hear of a large brawl, we'll just say they're just preparing for the Big E. <laughs> a large brawl broke out at a bar. Oh yeah, they're getting it's Big E season's coming up. They got to train. You know the problem with this is okay. So you've had you've had two fights uh, in the first few days of, of the Big E. Yeah, and it's all anyone can talk about is are are the fights. But you know what? These things happen at every large gathering. Every biggie, there's probably at least one guy who's punching another yep. guy. And it's, you know, what it's doing is it's changing people's attitude about it and unnecessarily because for the most part, no, the 111,000 people that were there walked listen, out of there you know, perfectly safe and had a great time. We didn't have any issues yesterday. There was nobody uh, being uh, out of line. There was nobody. We didn't witness any of that. Granted, it was 10... 30 in the morning but i was almost ready to punch marty by the end of the day well because that's because he won all the prizes from the from the uh, midway well that's exactly it yeah yeah i i was a little upset about that too yeah we'll talk about that with marty because a little i bit thought later. it was a good squirt in the mouth thing for the clown mouth i've never lost at whack-a-mole and, and yet i did. lost at whack-a-mole and i thing. never lose at the uh the squirt in your mouth thing i usually win that yeah, yeah. I, you're real good at squirting in the mouth and then uh mr uh, smarty marty pants comes over and uh takes everybody out and we'll talk all about that next hour it's 623 with bax and nagel on rock 102 this is john maber 626 of bax and nagel on rock 102 uh dan brown can give you the forecast he's, yeah. he's much better at it than i am you don't need to you don't need to keep it's, doing that all the time it's gonna be nice for the next few days the weekend sucks though Really? Rain. Yeah, oh, rain both Saturday God. and Sunday. The two very days, uh, you know, 
sports are going on. Yeah. And all that other good stuff. Those are the days I need to be nice. I don't care if it's nice today or tomorrow. I need I need Saturday and Sunday to be nice days. You can't go out and enjoy a nice day? No. Nah, the way it I, is? No, nah, I can't. No. You just don't like to enjoy nice things, do you? <laughs> You're absolutely right, Steve. Uh, uh, would you like to laugh? Would I? All right. It's Bax and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> classic rock. All right. So an elderly couple sitting in their uh, broken down car on the side of the road waiting for a tow truck, right? Yes. Tow truck arrives and the driver walks up to the car as the old man who was driving rolls down his window and the driver says, well, hello, folks. What seems to be the problem? And the, uh, the elderly the lady goes, what? And, and the elderly man goes, sorry, my wife is hard of hearing. And then he looks at his wife and yells out, he asked what the problem was. And the elderly lady goes, I think we ran out of gas. So the driver goes, no problem. I can tow you to the next nearest gas station. It's only about five miles away. Right? And the elderly lady goes, what? <laughs> and the elderly man goes, he said he will tow us to the nearest gas station. Okay, thank you, says the old lady, right? And as the driver's hooking up the car to the tow truck, he decided to make conversation. Hey, so where are you folks from? And the elderly lady says, what? And the elderly man says, he asked where we're from. <laughs> and she says, Birmingham, Alabama. And the driver goes, oh, I lived there a long, long time ago. Met a woman who was probably the worst sex of my entire life. And the elderly lady says, what? <laughs> and the elderly man goes, he said he thinks he knows you. Ah! <laughs> ah, he get it? Because he was tired of listening to her. Ah. Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102. Springfield's. It's 631 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by, hold on, don't tell me. Oh, yes, Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. A 37-year-old man is facing drug charges in connection with a serious crash that happened on the Mass Turnpike in Charlton yesterday morning. Uh, according to the Mass State Police, the crash involving a 2016 M21 M2106 box, box truck. It's hard to say. Well, and it's a, a box truck is the problem? Uh, the M21, well, because it says 2016 M2106. It's just the rearranged numbers. Oh, yes. It's a lot uh, of numbers. And a 2017 Dodge 1500 pickup truck happened on I-90 westbound between Route 56 and Route 31 around 9.13 a.m., a 34-year-old Everett man was trapped in the box truck after it flipped on its side because of the crash. He was pulled from the vehicle and flown to the hospital with serious injuries. The crash shut down the highway so a medical helicopter could land. Delays occurred in both directions as a result, as Mass DOT had warned on Twitter, X or whatever the hell it's called now. Some lanes were still closed as of Tuesday afternoon, according to the state police. The highway was shut down until... Very late in the afternoon. Yeah, that's messed up. The driver of the Dodge, Nathan Miranda of Winchton, Winchenden, was uh, arrested and charged with operating under the influence of drugs. He's facing several charges, including OUI drugs, causing serious injury, and possession of a Class B narcotic. According to police, he'll be arraigned at a later date. The crash remains under investigation. Uh, there was p- people complaining about this all day yesterday. You're stuck on the pike. Couldn't go anywhere for hours. 
Can you imagine? I, I, that would drive me nuts. Oh, I've, 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 believe me, I've been in that situation more than I care to be. I mean, obviously, there is somebody injured and needs medical attention. I'm not downplaying that. No, it's just but the idea of being stuck in that. I remember uh, this is this goes back a long, long time. I was on I-90 heading west, and I'm in Pennsylvania, so it's yeah. like around Erie, Pennsylvania, and there was a uh, there was a rollover accident involving a like a like a tractor trailer truck yeah. and it was across the entire highway this is like at midnight and nothing is moving for hours and uh, they finally had to divert everybody off the highway which took a long time to do because yeah there was i mean there was nowhere to go and so you know when it happens it's like one it's like you want to be mad but, but what are you being mad at? Because like, you know somebody's in trouble. You know, you know somebody's in trouble. Hurt, yeah. You know it's bad, and everybody right. else around you is going through the same exact thing. There's nobody to get mad at. It's just a bad situation. Yeah. But when you're in it, man, it's like, oh, my God. I'm never, ever, ever going to travel on I, I-90 again. I always like those folks who uh, you're not going anywhere, but they try to zigzag in between the lanes like you're going to get anywhere faster yeah. than what you are. Yeah. I also, you know, notice when I'm driving these people who uh, like speed, like down Sumner Avenue, uh, for example. You, you you're driving down Sumner Avenue, and some jerk uh, face is dr- like speeding in and out throughout the lanes, mm-hmm. and then you catch up with them at the light anyway. Like they didn't they didn't do anything <laughs> to get ahead of you. No. You're actually traveling at the same speed. How does that work? I thought because you're going faster, I guess because you get caught at the light. Because he he wanted to get the light first. Yeah, but it didn't really do anything for you. No, it slowed him down. Yeah. You're on a, a city street. You're going nowhere. You know, uh, I saw this because uh, I'm 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 a TikToker now. I saw this TikTok <laughs> TikTok video, and all of a sudden you're oh, a TikTok. Oh, I'm a TikTok. Oh, you're a total yeah, influencer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, I saw that I, I've been watching a lot of TikTok videos, that, which makes me an expert, by the way. Uh, but I've been watching <laughs> a lot of TikToks, and one of them said, "You know, it was a piece of advice. If you're at a traffic light and you're the first one, wait. Just wait two seconds when that light changes." And I've been paying attention to that. Yeah. And they're absolutely right because people will still go through the red light on the cross traffic at the intersection even oh, after yeah. the light turns green. But it's like one of those things you don't really think about too much until somebody actually points it out to you. And now I'm noticing it all the time. And it especially happens, it happens almost every morning when I come up. I don't know what street that is. It's. It's not Long Hill, but it's the other one. When you come up uh, through uh, up to Sumner Avenue from from down in the south end, there, uh, it, it, it comes out to Sumner Avenue, and the, and the one side of uh, Forest Park is there. Okay. Anyway, you you come up to that intersection, and there's there's a traffic light there, and and every morning without fail, there's somebody who goes through the red light. I, I'm, at that intersection. I'm sure it happens all the time, and, and especially at times when people think, well, I can I can make this. Yeah. You know, I it's the middle it. of the night. What could possibly go wrong? That, you know, that's when they get nailed, you get T-boned. Yeah, you get, uh, what could possibly go wrong? A guy like me driving to work, and then you T-bone him, and then I'm dead. That's right. Uh, Springfield, man. And then I have to call Marty to, to, to fill in in your absence. 
Good luck getting him out of bed. Yeah, no, it's exactly what I'm talking about. A uh, Springfield man has been indicted for trafficking drugs and possessing a firearm while furthering drug trafficking felonies. According to the acting U.S. Attorney of Massachusetts, 43-year-old Marcus Hicks was charged with one count of possession with intent to distribute cocaine, along with a count of intent to distribute marijuana, and one count of possessing a firearm and furtherance facing drug trafficking felonies. Uh, officials confirmed that on November 21st of 2022, Hicks was seen with cocaine and marijuana that was intended to be distributed along with a Smith & Wesson 9mm semi-automatic handgun. Okay, but he's supporting local economy by using a Smith & Wesson 9mm handgun. Yeah. Does anybody see the good in this? I know. Well, you're right. I mean, it's just, you know, buy local. Uh, I agree with you on that There's one. There's so much negativity in the news. I'm just trying to find the uh, the, the rainbow, the, yeah. the, the light of hope. Yeah, I'm sure many of those uh, those narcotics that he was uh, selling were locally sourced. And then, uh, you know, when, when, a, when an executive from Smith & Wesson hears this, they're like, you know what, maybe we should stay here in Springfield <laughs> and not move to Tennessee. Tennessee sounds good, but, you know, there's something about being at home. Yeah, it's... there's something about here that uh, you know, when the local criminals start using your product, Kind of makes you. It kind of makes you a proud day, doesn't yes. it? Oh, listen, yeah. I I know, and I know the struggle of the uh, the mon pa, you know, drug cartels that are out there where they're really trying just to make ends meet. They're struggling. They're oh, like, they're sixty eight years old. We've been doing this for fifty five years. I'm just a small businessman. Are you putting me out of business? The uh, sentencing will be imposed by a federal uh, district court judge based on governing statuses determining the sentence on a criminal case. So there you go. More drug stuff. Uh, Oh, this is another drug one. A Springfield resident has been indicted for her involvement in uh, distribution of drugs. According to the acting U.S. attorney, 26-year-old was indicted on one count for intent to distribute fentanyl. You're just you're just out to piss off Barry, aren't you? I am. Uh, officials revealed the identity of the woman to be Cariella Santiago of Springfield, and the charge for intent to distribute the drug is up to 20 years, along with four years supervised release and up to a fine of one million dollars. Hmm. I'm sure she could cover it. I'm sure, but you know, it's also nice to know that uh, you know again, you know that you know women are every bit as capable of selling gobs of fentanyl like anybody else. Are they? Yes, they are. Yes, but... You've come a long way, baby. They only get 75% of what a male drug dealer would get. Yeah, but don't let her know that. Oh, well, he's uh, he's selling this for 100 bucks an ounce. <laughs> she's like the Vanna White. Yeah, she's the Vanna White. Yeah. She's, been, <laughs> she's making only a fraction. She's been, she's been doing this job for six, seven years, hasn't moved once up the <laughs> distribution ladder. But the... But the knuckle-dragon male who lives next door who's selling the same exact product getting paid twice as much. Yeah. This glass ceiling is is a, is a sham. A uh, 61-year-old man in Northern California got stabbed by a random trespasser over the weekend, but then pulled the knife out and stabbed him with it. Oh. Playing your, a game of your own uh, your own crim- crime. Mm-hmm. It happened on Saturday near Napa, just north of San Francisco. The uh, trespasser. is it, Oh, it's spelled wrong. That's why I didn't recognize. I believe it. it's Napa. It's spelled N-E-P-A. That's be that's N-E-P-A. wrong. Napa could be Napa. Well, isn't that that auto parts store? No, that's Napa. Yeah. <laughs> no, isn't that the thing you take after you get home from a long hard day here at Rock One Hundred Two? No, that's just a nap. Yeah. Maybe you're thinking of the old uh, Twenty Two News uh, reporter. Uh, no, that's Nicole Nalepa. <laughs> she's well, she's down in Channel Three now. Yeah. 
No, that's that ice cream with the uh, the chocolate and the and the vanilla. No, no, the... no, Steve. That's Neapolitan. No, no, no. You're thinking, you're thinking of the, uh, the the former tyrant from France. No, that's Napoleon. No, <laughs> you're thinking of that geek guy who was in that movie who uh, who said, "Shut up, Tina." No, 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 Steve. That's Napoleon Dynamite. You're thinking about the thing that uh, Jimmy Walker used to say on Good Times. No, that was Dynamite. <laughs> ah, see, that was successful. Yeah, we're back there to it. We're, we're getting we're back. back into it. Yeah, we're, we're in the back. groove. We're got back. a mojo yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the uh, homeowner's power went out. Homer says what? <laughs> went out around 9 a.m., so he walked inside, and Andrew was there. It's not clear if he had cut the power, but it might have been a burglary gone wrong. They ended up fighting. Andrew stabbed the guy in the back, but then the guy pulled the knife out, stabbed Andrew in the torso with it, and used the knife to subdue him until the police got there. Neither suffered life-threatening injuries. Police arrested Andrew for assault, elderly abuse, and attempted murder. Did you say murder? (laughs) What is this, Nostalgia Day? I don't know, man. We're going back. It's Nostalgia Day at the Big E. That's what we were doing yesterday. (laughs) Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be beautiful with a high of 73. Tomorrow, more of the same. It's 49 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Right. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. at 649 in the doors with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Sunny today and tomorrow, beautiful days. High of 73 for both. It's 49 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, Marty Caproni joining us uh, next hour. We're going to talk about our uh, afternoon uh, chowing down at the Big E. You can check out the video which is now on tiktok and uh, all over our other social media platforms uh, there's more to come more episodes of that video on the way more to come uh i'm, I'm reading this article uh, out of the new york post this morning mm-hmm. mom mom defends emotional hug with son after football game it's just how we are she says uh she's not embracing the feedback a utah mother is defending herself after a video of her hugging her 16 year old son at a football game went viral with trolls suggesting the pair were inappropriately affectionate i was so proud said 38 year old amber wright uh i was a proud mom hugging her kid i never expected it to turn into something where people are like you're sexually abusing him you're grooming him i'm calling child protective services as family, fr- uh, friends, and fans rushed to the field last month after a win, the single mother ran into her son's arms. Mm-hmm. Brixton picked up his mother and held her for several seconds before she jumped down and finished congratulating him by shaking his shoulders. Wright posted the video to Instagram on August 17th as she boasted about her son. This boy will for always and ever uh, always have my entire heart. Uh, when I walked up to hug my baby boy after the game, he immediately picked me up and just held me. It may have been 20 seconds, 30 seconds, a minute. I have no idea. But at that moment, time stood completely still. Yeah. I honestly don't know what I did to deserve you, uh, you know, for her son. But I am thankful for every second of the single day. So he writes his nice post, whatever. You know, she's. It's a little weird because he's like this. Here's the thing. She's very short. She's yeah. wearing like, you know, she's wearing heels uh, that probably lift her up about six inches or so. She's, she's probably a short person to begin with. The kid, he's probably, you know, towers over her normally. Right. And he's in this football uniform and she jumps on him. It is a little like. Uh, All right. Okay. You know what? And um, she and she wraps her legs around him and then hugs him by the neck. But he's protected with. He's got a cup on, for God's sakes. Yeah. Well, I mean, her foot is like right at her his uh, groin, yeah. unfortunately. But you know, I mean, imagine 
Imagine your mom or you know, my mom you know, doing the same thing. I mean, it would be okay. nothing wrong with our moms. It was just like, There's you know, nothing wrong with our moms, but let, let's face reality here. Our moms did not look like this either. No, I, I mean, I will admit that that is uh, that is true. But, you know, regardless of what mom looks like, mm-hmm. uh, that means really See, very not uh, very little. I would take a hug from her if that was my friend's mom and she looked like that. I'd oh, be yeah. like, ah, come here. Come mm-hmm. here. Come on. Yes. Give me a hug. We won the game. <laughs> Forget your son. Don't yeah. worry about him. He's Plenty happy already. I could use a little sugar right now. The uh, video quickly went viral as people debated if the hug, the poses, and the captions were appropriate mother-son behavior. For her part, Wright says she's grateful for their close relationship. I come from a very affectionate family. I hug mm. my dad every time I see him. What do you? What you saw on the football field is just how we are. Bricks will pick me up and squeeze me and then put me back down. So I can understand uh, being excited and in the moment when you're when you're kid does something awesome i mean i can totally understand that but uh you know you there's got to be some situational awareness yeah involved and maybe if she maybe she ran out on the field and some slippers and a house coat we wouldn't be having this uh discussion at all you know curlers or you know what have you yeah but the fact that she she looks like that we automatically assume we assume and over sexualize the situation when in fact it could very well be a very innocent little and enthusiastic hug from a mother to a child and here you go here's the explanation for what's going on she admitted this particular hug was especially intimate but not for the reasons that people grossly assumed Wright said that the game was special because brixton wore a jersey emblazoned with the date of his father's death Brixton said his father died on April 4th of 2021, so he wore the uh, the number 44. He mm. was uh, he was excited to wear that, you know, because it was his dad. He was feeling emotional. And I think as a mom, I feel I'm 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 his safe space. She uh, shared that the hateful comments have been upsetting her for her and her family, uh, prompting Brixton to defend his mother. He said, my mom is a hero. I was just giving her a hug after a game, and I did pick her up, and she did not jump on me. My mom's been the only person there for me my whole life. I grew up with an alcoholic dad who would just come and go when he wanted to and was great when he was sober, but he wasn't. Uh, he was just so dark and different. He never really showed up to any of my games or anything like that. Hmm. Uh, my mom's uh, been to every single game since uh, since I played him. All right. You know what? Then good. There you go. There you that's have it. The, that's the perception. That's now, the, the the thing. Now, I don't. Ha- having, I, having said that, I'm I'm looking at additional pictures of uh, of mom, and I'm gonna tell you, uh, she's a, a a very handsome woman. I'm a I'm a widower. Uh, she's a widow. Uh, yeah, but if your kids like one like no, a but, uh, if your kids like one of you know like a like the Super Bowl of softball. Yeah. You know you're not gonna wrap your legs around one of your kids, are you? No, but. I'd wrap my legs around her. Yeah, no I, kidding. I say, uh, yeah. She needs some emotional support. I would be, I would be happy to go. Where is this place again? Utah. Yeah, Utah. sure. I go to Utah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she could use. I think right now, Steve, she could probably uh, she could use, use. Yeah, use she, some support. Yeah, she absolutely could use some support. Go through some rough times having to, you know, answer to all these second guessers and uh, and haters out there. Yeah, yeah. Listen, let me embrace you. Let me take away the pain. Yes. yes. Let me try to resolve your pain let and me, hurt. Let me protect you from the public, from public scrutiny. Yeah, this is why I, I so respect you, Steve. You're, yeah. you're so selfless in this kind of thing.
Oh, hey, well, you know, when I see somebody in need, hey, listen, well, I can I can empathize very much so with this woman. And uh, you got a lot in common. I, we do have a lot in common, and I think uh, that maybe uh, uh, what what's out in Utah? Ooh, let's see. Well, there's. I think uh, I might want to go to Salt Lake City if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> is that what that's called? Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. Yeah. Salt Lake, Salt Lake City. City. Yeah. And uh, Provo is always that too. Ah, Provo. I love that this time of year. I have no idea. I've never been. I think to my dog had Provo once. I'm not, it's Parvo. I'm Parvo. sorry. No, One no, of no. The- no, no. You're thinking of the guy from WMAS. <laughs> no, that's Brett Provo. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> It's Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Craftsman, Aaron's, plus battery-powered Ego. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I don't know about you, but whenever I'm required to endure a dumb little workshop or training session by my employer... I'm very careful not to violate the things that I've just been warned about. For example, anytime I've had to watch a video about data breaches or security protocols, I try not to immediately dive into my spam folder to start opening up attachments. The same can be said when I've had to sit through a sexual harassment seminar. To me, it's just about the worst time to start wondering what everybody looks like naked. And yet the world is full of idiots who not only fail to realize the very breadth of their irresponsible behavior, they prefer to blame everybody else and their crafty agendas. Case in point, you might recall a story I did recently about Mel Tucker, the suspended head football coach at Michigan State University. In that story, Mel Tucker was slapped with an indefinite suspension after he was accused of making inappropriate sexual advances towards a woman who was there to run a sexual harassment seminar. Now on paper, this seems like perhaps the dumbest thing that an XY chromosome carrying man could do to himself, his career, and more importantly, his targeted victim. Earlier this week, Mel Tucker was informed that Michigan State intends to fire him upon the completion of that investigation. Yesterday, Mel Tucker responded to that news by saying that his firing would be a, quote, miscarriage of justice since he has admitted that this was a consensual private relationship with a woman who he claims, quote, gave one presentation at MSU over two years ago. Dude, I hate to bust through your delusional diatribe, but it doesn't matter if she conducted one seminar on sexual harassment or 15 of them. It doesn't even matter whether she left early and only gave a team half a seminar. You're not supposed to have inappropriate contact with anyone, especially the lady who just spent two hours talking about it with an overhead projector and a couple of film strips. And yet, you're convinced you're being canned because of some sort of bias against you? Well, I hate to break it to you, Coach, but I'm pretty sure they'd be firing every deviant sexual predator on the payroll, not just the one with $79 million remaining on his contract. But hey, and if I'm I yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Going to the Big E? Go to the Rocky's booth. Get a Traeger Woodfire Grill, an Uni Pizza Oven, Carhartt Workwear. Pick it up in the nearby Agawam Rockies or any Rockies that's convenient to you. I'm Bax. That's my view from the couch. Two Springfield's Classic Rock at 712 and Led Zeppelin with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be nice today. Uh, sunny with a high of 73. Tomorrow, more of the same. It is 49 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, it is a joy and a pleasure to welcome uh, three-time winner of the Carney, Carney Games <laughs> of the Big E. Oh, wow. You brought that up first thing. Uh, well, yes. Uh, Marty Caproni is in the studio. It's good to have you. Good to be here, as yeah. always, fellas. We, we had a good time yesterday. I that was a great time. That was more fun than I've had at the Big E in a long time. 
Yeah, um, we uh, if you if you want to see the video, you can go to uh, Rock One Hundred Two's uh, TikTok page, or you, you can find it on uh, online too. Yeah, on I mean, I, I posted it. You posted it. I think the station posted it on Facebook. Um, I don't know if I shared it. I gotta look and see if I shared it. We can't air it because we swear a little bit in it. But uh, oh, but man, uh, we, we started out uh, eating tater tots. That uh, what was that called? Lots of tots. Tots, or? tots, tots a lot. lot. Tots a lot. Yeah, right at Gate Nine there. Yeah, they were good. They were really, really good. I uh, highly recommend. Um, I wouldn't recommend eating them off the ground. That's what one thing I would way, not do. Listen, that's I... neither here nor there. Are you okay today? <laughs> I feel fine. You really? You're, you know, you, you're no I, symptoms. You know, Clydesdales I, I, have I, relieved yeah. themselves on that blacktop. Well, not in that particular spot. I bet you they have. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe they have. But either way, uh, what 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 is more? Di- You've eaten worse things in your life. Nope. Yes, you have. <laughs> yes, you have. Uh, maybe I know you, you ate maybe. something worse don't yesterday. Tell, don't yeah. tell me. I mean, of all the years you've been doing comedy, don't tell me there was some blackout drunk night that you had where you wound up shoving your face with stuff that you probably shouldn't have been putting your hands into that other people had their hands into all night long. And well, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now that you, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when you do the colleges. Yeah. Sometimes things from the ground are better than the things that are in the dish. <laughs> They're better than most college yeah. cafeterias. Right. This is true, but, you know, if you've spent any amount of time at the Big E, you've seen where they do that parade of horses and parade of cows. <laughs> yeah. And you just see them crapping all over the ground. Yeah. Do you think that stuff isn't already in the air while you're walking around with a corn dog flapping around and like, all that? No, bacteria? I don't. I don't think that's how <laughs> you don't crap walk works. Into the, uh... I've never seen a horse relieve itself and then it goes out in a little cloud yeah, and floats they, around your. This is why they tell you when you go into your bathroom, you got it when you flush your toilet. All I... of that bacteria sprays no. up into the air and you're breathing it. That's why the, you need to cover your toothbrush and everything else. The swift waterway breezes off the Connecticut River blow all of that stuff into yeah. Agawam. So yeah. you don't have to worry about that in West Springfield. Uh, I'm going to put it in the last six months um, on the level of uh, ridiculous things I've seen. I'm going to go with the uh, surfboard guy in the uh, crap uh, strewn Connecticut River. Uh, yeah, that's, the surfboard. Yeah. And then I'm going to go you eating a tater tot that <laughs> fell hey. in a pile of horse. You know what? You can't wait. Dude, that stuff is so expensive. You can't waste a drop this of is that. Tr- yeah, that's yeah. Kidding. That's no like kidding. gold. If you paid that much for that kind of uh, price of a, got, an item, yeah, you yeah. would have to get every bit out of it. I did we get a final total? How much we how much it cost for us to eat our way through the biggie? It's uh we're looking probably and this was only buying one item. Yeah, yeah. We're looking at over a hundred bucks easy. Yeah. Just, just for the Oh, things I that think we, we did more than that. Well, we probably did. As I said, yeah. one item bucks each. Easy. Yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't do one item each. We just we kept sharing the items. Well, we we did each have our own soggy hot dog yeah. for the Rhode Island building. And, and you know, and that's the other thing. You know, you complain about me eating a tater tot off the ground, but when we were eating the crazy burger, if you noticed, yeah, I said, Bax, take this bite from this side. I'll take this bite from this side, and Marty can have the back end because he likes the back end. Right? <laughs> yeah. Do it, Lady of the yeah. Tramp style. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and what you did, if you look at the video, it was almost a Lady in the Tramp thing because if you look at the video, he bites into the side that has some fresh hamburger on it, but then also I believe it was your bite out of it. I, that, you know, that, I'll share a hamburger with Bax, not not with your. <laughs> Clydesdale yeah, but do you realize that, that I just ate that tater tot off yeah. the uh, off the uh, feces filled ground, and then uh, you bit off the hamburger that I bit off as well. So we're all infected. Well, can we can we pick the things that we didn't like now and talk about yes. those? Yes, yes, I think we should. Right, so let me say this: <laughs> uh, if I had a choice again, 
between having another sip of that pickle lemonade yeah. or eating a tater tot directly out of a Clydesdale's rectum. <laughs> I would I would I would gladly eat tater tots out of tater tot all day long. That's my review of pickle lemonade. I, that that made me gag. Yeah. yeah. That was disgusting. Yeah. The, the pickle juice does not belong in things the, like lemonade. The problem is it I mean I was preparing myself for like a like a dill pickle flavor and I wound up being when it, like a sweet pickle. It, which I hate sweet pickles. You know what it was? I was so thirsty that I wanted something good because we had the salty tater tots we had the pickle lemonade right after the tater tots yeah and it was cold so you just the initial thing of like oh this is a cold drink mm. yeah and then as soon as you stop actually drinking it that well, aftertaste of a pickle just if, if, oh, you, if you watch the video lemon. you can see me spitting it out almost immediately <laughs> because it was like what is this garbage oh. i can't i don't understand how people think that that tastes good yeah I but strangely enough as bad as that tasted the pickle cupcake was actually a step up and you're the only one that liked that i thought it was disgusting yeah it was yeah, gross I mean, i'm not saying it was i'm not saying it was great i'm just saying that you know when you're Comparing one pickle product to the to yeah. the other, the cupcake made more sense than the lemonade. Mm. That's like saying, "Do you want Steve? Do you want that tater tot out of a Clydesdale's rectum or out of the cow's rectum?" Yeah, right, right. Well, yeah, there's the, two. There's, the, the cow was totally a little better than the Clydesdale. Well, well, the, the cow was grass fed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So you were can, you. All you can yeah. taste is the grass fed. There, there's yeah. no there's no GMOs in that. <laughs> yeah. Um, the. the I don't know. This is a a wonder. I like. I I I don't know. Who makes these decisions? Do they all get together in a room at the Big E corporate office at after this? And they're like, next year, here's our big thing, pickles. No. You know what they do? That stall starts in, what is it? Texas. Texas, Texas is the, is the every year the Texas State Fair rolls out all of these new items. Uh, and then it travels all across the country. Yeah. And then we wind up getting another and reason winds, to hate Texas. And what winds up happening is some of these things become so popular yeah. that restaurants wind up serving them. Where do you think fried pickles came from? That's okay. festival food. Yeah. Listen, I like pickles. I'm not anti-pickle. I like a good pickle. I like pickles, I like a good too. fried pickle. Yeah, I don't like pickles fine. with cupcake frosting yeah. and dill. Yeah. I don't, there, there was something. There was way too much dill in that frosting. Oh. It, it, it tasted like yeah. I was eating. But it was made with actual uh, real dill dough. It tasted like I got really high <laughs> and then was, was it eating. Dill, was it dill dough or was it like a, uh, a dill batter? Or? It was well, a dill batter. Dill batter? Okay. okay. Dill dough. Dill yeah. batter, dill dough. No, I'm sure the, you battered a dill dough once in a while. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> the dill was concentrated in the frosting. And that, and like I said, that kind of reminds me of uh, like a time where, you know, I took too many edibles and they're like raiding the cabinet. Like, what's left? Oh, we got some we got some oh, frosting and then yeah. there's some dill in the spice cabinet, too. Let's mix them both together and see if this tastes good. I, I got to be honest. So dis- no offense to the, the bakery. We got the frosting shot there. That was good. That was good. That was highly appreciated, uh, especially after the pickle lemonade. But then made the mistake of doing the dill cupcake and was oh, completely God. revolted again. Yeah, see, I had the I tried the cupcake first and then did the frosting shot because to me, if it tasted bad, then I, I knew that the frosting shot was going to be okay. I could save myself. You were smart. You good approach. Uh, mine was not a good approach. I was, and I still to this day I can't wrap my mind around who in the hell thinks bakery sweet goods goes with pickle. 
I don't know. Yeah, um, and, and th- as, we're, <laughs> as we're walking through the biggie yesterday, Marty keeps saying, if anyone offers me one more pickle thing, I'm going to punch him right in the mouth. Yeah, it was, yeah. I was getting violent by the end of the day about the pickle stuff. Yeah. I if there I if there was like a guy in a stuffed pickle costume dancing around or something I would have you would have slapped him I no I would have tackled him I would have football tackled him and just started hitting him like Ralphie in a Christmas story even the uh, even the uh, the game guys on the midway had nothing but pickles uh, there was all pickle stuffed oh, yeah. pickles animals or well whatever. it was the one guy and this guy yeah you know, I I actually respect the sales pitch in this this guy that was selling <laughs> oh. the uh, the dilly dogs which was the oh. dill yeah, corn yeah, yeah. dog. And you know he had the, he had the the whole thing where he's going dilly 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 dog dilly 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 dog oh, and he's yeah, like yeah. And, and that was his, that was a sales pitch like well you know it's oh, it's so much fun to listen to I, that's the guy I said I was going to punch in the face yeah that's I was right like, there, oh there's a pickle there I'll punch you in the face so there was no hot dog in there it was just a dill pickle just a Is dill pickle okay all right with the corn with sense. a corn dog batter yeah. Uh, what else did we hear yesterday we had uh, Thanksgiving nachos yeah now that. Was I thought very good. That may yeah. have been one of the best things we had all day. Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, I believe, the log cabin. Delaney uh, did that one. Delaney and, house, yeah. And it was uh, so. It's basically it's it's fresh cooked kettle chips. Yep. That they make there, and then they top it with gravy, turkey. Not it could use a little more turkey on there. Uh, lots of stuff under but all lo- the stuffing, yeah, so I didn't get a turkey bite till the end. Yeah, and and the cranberry of- dipping sauce, which wound up being very good. I told you that was the key, the, the dipping the, sauce. That made it. That was the thing that kind of brought a little sweetness back to the... Uh, you want to know why I knew that? Because I never ate cranberry sauce. And every Thanksgiving in my life, you know, they passed the cranberry sauce, I was always like, what disgusting person eats cranberry with turkey? I just it never seemed oh, like yeah. it was good. But D'Angelo's has a Thanksgiving sandwich. Yeah, with stuffing and turkey, and then they they have gravy you can dip it in. But they put cranberry right on it, and they put some mayo on it. Yeah, and it, it was unbelievable. See, so when that's you how say mayo and cranberry, it doesn't sound good, but it does, it does work. Taste good. Yeah. yeah. So here here's the thing that we mentioned, uh, you know, before we went on the air, and I think this is absolutely true. When you talk about the uh, the Thanksgiving nachos, yeah, on a price point level. That it was like twelve bucks. That was the best bang for your buck. That was at least twenty four dollars worth of food and a twelve dollar uh you know, thing of, of that, food. That that I agree. Like anyone who's listening to this right now is going to the Big E like with their kid. You know what I yeah. mean? And you're saying twelve bucks? Well, I'll tell you what. Yo, compare that look, to the thirteen dollar crazy burger, yeah, and you realize right. what's really the, crazy. The thing is, the size of a wheel of cheese. Yeah, a small yeah. wheel of cheese. And it's, if you're going there like with your kids, yeah. That's the move. You go there first. You get the Thanksgiving nachos for twelve bucks. Now your kids are going to be stuffed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and then you're 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 not going to be. Yeah, but find a kid who likes all the Thanksgiving stuff. That's, that's true. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I would have done a chicken nugget. That's not a kid. Uh, meal. As a, uh, if you were going like on a date and it's like uh, you and a girlfriend and she's willing to try nearly anything. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't eat a fat slob meal like that. No, but you split it. You could easily split it. Yeah. Right. I would have no problem splitting something no. like that. There was at least forty-five pounds worth of food yeah. for twelve bucks. That was that. That was the best bang for the buck out of everything. Without a doubt. Biggie. And then uh, we had uh, we went. Now this was another thing. We went to the my boys at the West Springfield Firehouse. No, oh, we had the chili the in the back. Firehouse chili. I love that chili. You were like, yeah, it's okay. Well, uh, listen, uh, chili it, it, chili is is very important to me. Uh, <laughs> how it's made, 
and and there is they were using like maple syrup to kind of sweeten it up a little bit well, and that, brown sugar too and brown sugar. I'm not. I'm really more of like the meatier, like saltier uh, meat kind of guy than I am the uh, thing. It wasn't bad. It wasn't yeah. bad at all. It was just. I not don't trust really your my... palate. I trust Bax's palate over yours. Why? I, because you have a Syracuse palate. You. What, you, what is that? <laughs> you have a Syracuse palate. Have you ever Have you ever been to Syracuse yeah. when it's sunny out? Never. It's always gray and overcast. Yeah. Your palate is gray and overcast. <laughs> It doesn't like anything slightly. There, it likes weird, not nothing like. Yeah, it, like a perfect, perfect example. We went to the Rhode Island building, there and we, we go. got the now, now we can get to that. The too. Dell's frozen what? lemonade, which which is a frozen, delicious, fruity uh, lemonade treat. Anyone who is listening to this who has ever had Dell's lemonade is probably like, oh my god, I love that stuff. Oh my god, I love it. Yeah, yeah but he didn't see, like but it. I I want it, it, something needs to it needs to pop out at me. If you if you want me to pay exorbitant prices for things. It better be freaking good. Yeah, you just ate a tater tot off of a pile of horse dung, and you were like, "I really, what I need for my palate is something to jump out at me." And you know what? What? It was well worth it. Yeah. Well, okay. That was actually pretty good. So the next, now there was all kinds of things around that we didn't try, like the clam cakes. I would have loved to have done that. Uh, Or the stuffies. I would have stuffies are are delicious. But uh, we had the uh, the soggy dogs, which I talked about before. There's they are Rhode Island made hot dog, which are delicious. You didn't like them, and I, 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 I don't even nothing, know how. There was nothing special about what was so special about. Well, because Bax was explaining that these dogs are homemade and that they snap when they you don't, bite them. They didn't snap. I didn't feel they a snap. snap. They didn't snap. If, there if was you, no real snap. skin, if you grindle, lo- grilled a bunch at home, you bought a, bowl, a whole package of soggies. You grilled them at home. They would snap. They, okay, but we're not snapped, grilling them at home. We're eating them where they're intended to be eaten the way they were, and they're not even snapped. And I'll tell you why. My dog, my dog snapped because I ordered the classic. And by the way, if you're listening and you're like, hey, Marty, what's the classic? I'm just wondering what's the classic. The classic was ketchup and mustard. Why did we have him in here this morning? I don't know. Yeah. You're the one who said it. I, I, yeah, I shouldn't have said <laughs> You invited that. him. I shouldn't so have said, hey, you want to come I, in tomorrow? <laughs> I had the, they didn't, when they handed it to me, they didn't say, can we see your ID? Are you under 14? They were like, here you go. Here's a classic. This is the most popular. Well, they're just dog. trying to push the units. That's and, all yeah. they're trying to do. And you know what? Next time you chastise me for eating something off the ground, <laughs> I felt like I needed to be in an Applebee's somewhere <laughs> because... <laughs> That would be the only thing. Like what? There's no Applebee's at the Big E? It's uh, 728. We'll have more with Marty on Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock is everywhere. Angle and Rock 102. It's time for news. Brought to you by Gary Arum Hyundai. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryArumHyundai.com slash family. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. It has been one week since a large water main break impacted much of the city of Springfield and surrounding areas. Uh, Springfield DPW Director Chris Signoli said, We're dealing with over 1,500 feet of massive stream damage. Uh, this isn't, you know, a little erosion here. This is a massive stream damage. Uh, Signoli spoke with Western Mass News uh, after the enormous water main break took the city by storm. We lost about a foot-long culvert and the stream bed itself, as well as a number of pipes that went into the stream due to the massive volume of water that went in there. After evaluating the situation, Signoli said the significant storm event we saw last Tuesday, along with the significant amount of rainfall we saw over the summer, is to blame for the break. However, Tuesday's rain was the final straw as it pelted down over four inches in just two hours. Jeez. Yeah, these uh, 
it's amazing to see how much erosion <clears throat> occurs from one little well it's not even one little i mean out in like lemonster and all that stuff they got like what was it like 10 inches in six hours yeah it's crazy amount that's a but to wash it watch it all wash away underneath railroad tracks foundations of homes and things like that it's like this is how easy this can happen you know what bothers me what and i'm just gonna say it though have you i mean am i wrong to to notice that weather is crazy like in the last like three years Yes, weather. There's no more spring or fall. It's just like an immediate switch to the season. We had a storm that I think it was like right around the same storm as that thing. And I was driving to a show like Connecticut or somewhere and the the sky was lit up and it felt like being in one of those remember those balls you could get at Spencer where you put your fingers on the glass and the lightning bolts shoot to the glass? Yeah, 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 yeah. It felt like being in one of those. I'm watching this, I go, We never had storms like this in my lifetime. All this stuff that the Hawaii burns down everything and I'm like, this is what climate change is, right? This is like the thing that they've been talking about. It doesn't just happen like overnight, everything floods and it's all done, but it, it, the weather changes and everything else. And now I got my friends are all on conspiracy theories that everything's being done with lasers from space and this and that. And I'm like, you know, uh, it's, uh, <clears throat> I think it's, I think it's fair to say that uh, this is what we're gonna have now. Well. It's fair to say that that's what we're gonna have, but the causes of it, I, I'm a little. Uh, are you pro laser? Are you pro space lasers? I am pro space laser. <laughs> Anti Dell's pro, sti- pro well, because, space laser. I mean, when I went on, uh, when, when I went to uh, Syracuse Public School System. Yes, <laughs> yes. Actually, I didn't live in the city of Syracuse. We lived in the farm outside of uh, out farmland outside of the yeah. city, which was even worse. Okay, so he lived in Syracuse. Um, when I was driving to uh, to Syracuse, uh, when. <laughs> I got a buddy who likes pregnant chicks, too. Um, <laughs> I don't even remember what I was going to say. What was I, oh, the weather. We were talking about the weather. Uh, when I was driving to uh, to Hilton Head or you know, in South Carolina, I'm going through New York City. This is a middle yeah. of summer. This is going through uh, right uh, 1 o'clock in the morning going across George Washington Bridge. I usually leave late at night because I like to beat the traffic. Right. I don't like to have any traffic. I like to drive overnight. Well, I missed all the traffic, but there was these severe thunderstorms, and I'm driving through this. I had never seen this like up close. Lightning like shooting past the car. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Sideways, Sideways lightning. Yeah, that's it was what I was talking crazy. about. Crazy. That is a space laser. Right. But, but no, it's not. <laughs> you know, when you talk about climate change and you know all these other different things, I'm kind of the the history guy. Like, what was the weather? They only started recording weather, you know, probably within the last 200 years. What was it like before that? And things go into weather cycles. And you can go back in history and you can see that this has happened before. Yeah, yeah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell know. you exactly yeah. what happened uh, prior to 200 years ago. Yeah, uh, Weather looked primarily the same as it does today. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Because it's weather, because, and it's never been predictable. Right. But, it, but it goes in cycles. Well, and, of course I, it does. Yeah. I don't disagree with you, but then my point that I was always saying about it was, you have, and maybe it is, maybe climate change is not man-made. Maybe it's just a natural cycle of the weather phenomenon. I'm open to that idea. I'm not, I'm not like a Looney Tunes saying, I'm not out here, you know what I mean? But... I'm also saying to myself, are we going to say that 4 billion or 7 billion people on the planet and everyone driving cars isn't doing anything? Like maybe we play yeah. this yeah. safe well, bet. 
if you and we try to do something. Go ahead. Were you going to say? Well, anything? no. I go ahead. Oh, if if you really look at who's contributing to the you know greenhouse gas sure. emissions. It's corporations. 80% of the greenhouse right. gas corp, uh, emissions in the 100%. world come from corporations. But they, and we were talking about this yesterday, they make you and me feel like it's our fault All right. that you didn't throw your plastic bottle into the recycling bin. Right. It's well, a bunch of crap. Is well, what that's it is. that. I agree with that. Comes back to the whole like where everyone's Democrat, Republican, and they're all fighting over their own agendas, but no one's looking looking at the big picture. Right. I always say it's Team Red, Team Blue cheering <laughs> in the stadium, but I'm the only one going, "Hey, the stadium's on fire!" You yeah, guys. right. Yeah, <laughs> this, this place cheering. is burning down. Right. Well, here's a, here's my feeling on the whole thing. Yeah, you, know, you could politicize uh, this till you're blue in the face. Right. What really matters is. They're charging thirteen dollars for a crazy That's burger at the crazy. Yeah. and you know what? If you can you can you can complain all you want about the yes. environment and the hole in the ozone. Well, I just spent thirteen dollars on a crazy burger, and that's the stuff we can't control. You know, that's the stuff you can control. You know what people like a good product like Dell's Lemonade. That's uh, Dell's Lemonade sucks. Oh my, oh my god. god. I don't don't even I, I didn't even somebody know else wrote you. in and said, "Yeah, Dell's eliminated. One Overrated." Guy, I got a pile of messages from people saying, "What is he crazy? Is he high?" Watered down country time. Oh my lord. Oh my lord. Tell me one good thing that has come out of the state of Rhode Island. Uh, I-95. Yes, you go out of Rhode Island through <laughs> the I-95. That is the that is actually I, I'm I'm up, I'm with you on that one. Coffee milk. That was another. Coffee thing. milk is good. Uh, man. Never even heard of coffee milk. It's syrup. It's it's coffee flavored syrup and milk. Yeah, imagine having a delicious cup of coffee, but adding just a little bit too much milk. Yeah. Oh. Delicious. Oh, it's like a kid got a hold of the coffee syrup mom and hey, dad you brought know what? home and said, hey, Here's I'm going to mix this with you, milk. You drink iced coffee all the time. Yes. What do you think right. iced coffee is? It's yeah. basically coffee, coffee milk. milk. It's coffee. No, it's, gra- it's from beans that are ground. I yeah. don't drink synthetic coffee out of a Who said syrup. That you you are told me it was syrup. It was coffee yes, syrup. You can make it at home. That way the kids can drink it. Syrup doesn't mean it's synthetic. Loaded with sugar. Chocolate syrup doesn't mean it's synthetic chocolate. Mm. It's just chocolate in another form. Listen, you Did they not teach you that in school? That there, you can put things in solids and liquids no, and gases? No, I went to Syracuse public schools. <laughs> yeah. Listen, the, the, the state of Rhode Island has got a whole bunch of uh, very definitive state-oriented foods. Coffee milk would be yes. un, uh, would one of them. Stuffy? You never yeah. had a good stuffy? Oh, my God. What's a stuffy? It's, it's a, a stuffed stu- quahog. Oh. It's a stuffed quahog. It, they, they oh, put, I've had a stuffed clam before. No, no, no. The stuffed quahog is like a, it's a, a, a stronger clam-like flavor. It's it's a more powerful flavor. Quahog chowder. Oh, my God. I love that. It's the clear chowder. Oh, oh delicious. A stuffed clam means something different in Rhode Island than it does where you live. Yeah, I was going to say, well, I'm from Syracuse. <laughs> That's how we like the pregnant chicks. Stuffed like a cohog. <laughs> well, a good stuffed clam has chorizo in it. Chorizo, yeah, oh, Portuguese yeah. sausage, yeah, that's good. That's not uh, New Englandy. Yeah, it, it is. is. No, it's not. Do you have any idea the population of Portuguese yeah. people in Rhode Island, you're, Fall River, New Bedford, you're Dartmouth? Ins- you're insulting your co-hosts. I'm proud not Portuguese my history. Co-host. I yeah. had no idea there was a big Portuguese proud population. In Nor- I'll tell you what, it's every bit as big as the population of Portuguese people in Ludlow. 
That's how that's, that's yeah. how thick it is. I've never seen uh, these fine folks over in Ludlow offer me garbage on a plate filled with chorizo, sausage, and clams. How dare you? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, what, yeah. the, the most, the, one of the national dishes oh, of Portugal is, is, is pork and clams, one of the yeah. most delicious things ever. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Don't uh, don't know you, what you're talking about. Listen, a stuffed clam. A, this is what I like those Portuguese do. potatoes. Those are good. How those many field trips can we get uh, Rock 102 to pay for? <laughs> because we can have a field trip to Rhode Island. That would be next. And yeah. We just eat our way through the well, state. Well, we're going to have to beg for the money for what we did yesterday. So I don't know how many uh, field trips you know we can what? go on. One trip to the Matunic Oyster House. We're That's done it. here. We're all set. Yeah. Yep. We're all good. That I mean, again. I'll, I'll tell you. Why yeah. don't we take a trip down to that buffet for a hundred and twenty bucks? Oh, the Nordic shot. Lodge. The Nordic Lodge. I'll I'll do that. I've right. never been. I bet you we can get them to pay for that one. You think so? I hope so. No, I can see them paying for one of us to yeah, go, not all three of us. Oh, come on. We I I think one hundred and twenty really bucks. Yeah. One hundred and twenty bucks. I'll do that though. Hey, they we got a dehumidifier us. down here. How much do you think that thing costs? Seven hundred and thirty bucks. Yeah, to get all the mold out of the room. <laughs> they see us coming to that buffet. They're gonna, they're gonna, they might let you in if you stay on the Peloton, but they're gonna scream back and I out at the I, door. I did it once. I did it once about fifteen years ago. How my, was it? My brother and my brother-in-law, we yep. all, the three of us went down there, and uh, it was good. It was good. I wish though, my brain at the time was like, if I'm paying eighty dollars because it was only eighty dollars at the right. time. I said, if I'm paying eighty dollars, then I want to get my money's worth out of this and you only have two hours to eat the food oh uh, see that's kind of bs no because that's yeah, how they make money yeah but I that's mean, that's probably how much how long i want to be there i can go to the so, golden corral at 17 dollars and stay right. all day so all i three did, meals no all, one can stay all day there <laughs> all i did was eat lobster lobster after lobster after lobster because there's fresh lobster every you know anytime you go up there it's all there's fresh steamed right in the thing and I overfilled on lobster, but they have so much other good food there that I didn't yeah. eat that I should have. I yeah, should have yeah. enjoyed some of the other things rather than getting that price thing out of my head. Yeah, you should have just eaten like, uh, like you know, I say dance like no one's watching. Well, they had flame and yon, but they had flame and yon. They had prime rib. That's they had, they what I would a, eat. I and would it was eat the good. Flay. And it was good prime rib. It wasn't like your golden corral quality style Listen, meat. Listen, yeah, everyone knocks the golden corral, but for seventeen dollars, it's a pretty good deal <laughs> if you just eat the meat. You're you're complaining <laughs> that I don't like lemonade from Rhode Island, but you're boasting about how great I, the Golden Corral is. I didn't say it was is. great. I it's did, good. I didn't say it was good. I just said it's decent if you it know decent. what you're eating yeah, while you're in yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If, you're, if you're sampling everything off the menu, you may feel, well, this is nothing right. more than a glorified slop house. It, right, and it's proof that I don't have, I don't have um, a pre-existing notion about what to eat or not eat. I'm not picky. Like, I like a wide variety of food. I don't think I could say the same for you. Do you ever see that there was a it was a it's a reel on either TikTok or Instagram about the woman going through all the different chain restaurants, calling them all different forms of Applebee's. Yeah. She's like Longhorn <laughs> Steakhouse Applebee's. Uh, <laughs> the Cheesecake Factory was Special Occasion Applebee's. <laughs> and she went over to this thing and she, and she had no explanation. I don't need to explain anything. And she was right because it was it's all those are, are just different levels. Good, of, but yeah. Golden Corral was in there, and I can't remember what she said. Well, about see, that. this is my thing i don't like chain restaurants in general i like supporting local restaurants and local business i think that's important mm -hmm. and that being said i wouldn't buy country time lemonade i would buy dell's lemonade because it is a local 
family-owned business. Oh, isn't that the one you showed me had a fingernail in it, a yellow fingernail in it? No, that's lemon zest. How dare you? <laughs> lemon zest. It is lemon. Yeah. They shave the lemons. It, that's what off. makes it that's so delicious. Fresh. And you get that little piece of lemon. It's like a treat. You get to chew it with the with the. Stuff. It's amazing. Oh yeah, I I, did, I missed out on that. Chewing you on the chewing on the the uh, the rind. You didn't even the like best the part. Soggy I'm dog. telling you. So you didn't like the soggy dog. You weren't a big fan of chili because you didn't. You thought it was too sweet. Blah blah blah. The only thing that you liked was the Thanksgiving nachos. Yeah, I toddler. did. You and the tots. Giant toddler. Not a toddler. You were a giant. You toddler. like ketchup. You like ketchup on your hot dog. That is a child. <laughs> You're a big six foot something toddler. No, no, you like ketchup on your hot dog. I do. And yeah. by the way, the soggy dog. Am I not right with this, Bax? That I pointed it out on the menu. It was the classic. Yeah, and I had just mustard, onions, and a little celery salt. Right, which was perfect. Everybody which is fine. I accept yeah. that. Everybody I don't judge you. I, I I know. At what the did end you of, get, Steve? What kind of dog did you get? I got the one with the, the sauerkraut. Sauerkraut and the mustard on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, and you it know. was no different than any other hot dog. You know, like the all American sauerkraut. Why don't you just? Go back to World War Two and side with Germany right oh, there. At the, boy. Oh, boy. Here we boy. go. Oh, here we go. We started. The gloves are off. <laughs> we wouldn't even have sauerkraut in this country if it wasn't for the men and women in our country that took over that and said, hey, you know what? We want uh, you to stop. We want you to stop killing people, and we want all your sauerkraut. <laughs> Take the sauerkraut. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it is going to be sunny today with a high of 73. Tomorrow, more of the same. It's 50 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, uh, yeah. It's 7.53 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. <clears throat> we'll, uh, next hour, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, <clears throat> about your mastery of carny games. That's uh, i got to tell you, I feel... Yeah, you kicked their asses I, I told you guys, right? Did I not tell you? No, that? you warned us. And uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I'll save the conversation for next hour because yeah. uh, there's a couple of points I wanted to make. Yeah. You wanna, okay. yeah. well, oh, it, it, it requires yeah, we it requires more time than the amount of time we have here. <laughs> yeah. So that, we'll we'll save it for for a little bit. Uh, by the way, uh, a stuffed quahog is a Providence hooker on a busy night. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same guy that no. also agrees with me that Dell's lemonade sucks. No, Dell's lemonade yeah. does not suck, and in, and in fact, you know that it's, is like one of the flavors of my well, youth. Listen, yeah, okay, I sh- I shouldn't say that it sucks. I should say that it's no, it's not extraordinary. There's nothing oh. extraordinary about. Oh it. my oh, god, dear, that's exactly. the thing that bothers me so much when everybody talks about you gotta try this, you gotta try this, you gotta try the pickle this. It's so good, and then you try it, and it's it's not that great. I'm with you on the pickle. Anything that has pickle in it, other than pickles, yeah, but, I will never right. eat again. The crazy burger. It wasn't even that good. It wasn't that good. And I said to you guys afterwards, I said, wouldn't it taste better if that burger was like fried on a griddle? Yeah, it was like a a smash burger style. Because all that was was a steamed hamburger, and it doesn't taste good on the donut. And I told you all it needed to be cooked that way was some salt and pepper on it to balance out the sweetness of the the donut bun. And now you're talking. Now you're you're cooking with gas because now you got texture. You Actually, got that. you're cooking with steam because well, that's how tech, they made yeah, the burger. Yeah, right. Yeah. But the bacon doesn't – I was surprised. The bacon's usually salty, but the way they put the bacon on it doesn't – it's not salty. So it just tastes like a sweet yeah, I wasn't, burger. I, I, I wasn't I, – I, I tried that years ago when it first came out, and I wasn't impressed with it then well, either. Well, I think the, the problem that, that I have with it, and this is going to sound crazy, it's like uh, I think Krispy Kreme donuts 
are the most overrated donuts in the oh, world. Oh, absolutely. Abs- I agree totally with you. Totally overrated. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. You give me a donut dip West Springfield or a Mrs. Murphy's yeah. Donut mm-hmm. Southland yep. over that or a Dunkin' Donut yeah. over a Krispy Kreme all day long. But again, that's some of that BS that comes out of the South. Other than Chick-fil-A, yeah. I don't know what food's coming out of this. You know, so why are we listening to Texas with this pickle nonsense? I, I was li- went back and listened to that uh, the Gene Cassidy interview we did last week. Yeah, the president. Of the oh, movie. you interviewed. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and he said that there are a lot of foods that we don't get up here because they just wouldn't fly. They wouldn't be as popular because a lot of spicy stuff from down south. Like it, it just wouldn't work around here, and they, and they do these these studies and marketing on people. I would prefer that, though. I would prefer to bring those foods up here. I disagree. I, I I disagree wholeheartedly with them. I think people up here can handle spicy foods. I just think that a lot of the food that they have down there is gar. I'm going to say this. And this is going to drive some people crazy. Texas barbecue. I had it when I was in Texas. Not that good. You ever have Carolina barbecue? Had had some Carolina barbecue. That's some good stuff. Listen, it's mustard-based. It's not my jam, but it's okay. I like barbecue in general. I've had barbecue in Kansas City, which was fantastic. See, I, see now I've had the, like barbecue in St. Louis, and it was right. awesome. Right, and, and so I like that barbecue. And honestly, uh, you give me Theodore's or you give me BT's and Sturbridge right. against both of those any any day of the week. See, and, now, we're, yesterday we're talking about chili. Yep. See, now I prefer my own preference, to be honest, is a Cincinnati chili. You like the Cincinnati chili? That's yes. cuz you like having spaghetti with it. Spaghetti is a good is a good thing, but you don't have to have spaghetti with it. It's the it's the way it's it's the way the actual meat is made. And it's fantastic. I see now I got to have Cincinnati chili. Like for example, there's often dark chocolate in with the sauce. I put dark chocolate phenomenal. in my chili sometimes. But it's but there's but there's but it's like dark chocolate, it's not like the heavily sweetened chocolate. Right. So there's no it's not sweet, it just embellishes everything else that's already in it. Right, but this was my point to you about the chili in West Springs. This is what I like about it. It has sweet and heat. You saw me sweating after it was I, hot. It did have a kick. Yeah. I like that. And I when I make my chili, I do layers in my chili. So there's flavor layers. There's a dark chocolate, mm-hmm. there's some brown sugar, there's some maple syrup, there's some mustard. There's some pepper, like the, you know, you, you, you the more layers of a chili, I think, the more sophisticated it is. I, I, I know yeah. this for Steve is probably not what he likes, but I mean, you're you're probably more of a Wendy's chili guy, but uh, I don't eat Wendy's chili. That's a good idea. Yeah. You should. Yeah, that's you know why? Because that's all the leftover burgers from yesterday. That yeah, yeah, that's absolutely right. Not, not well. What do you think most restaurants are? You know who's got good chili? What? The celery stock, West Springfield. Yeah, he's right. he's yeah. kind of like the uh, he's kind of like, he, soup Nazi. Yeah, he's yeah. he's very curt, very curt guy. And you have to know what you want when you go in yeah. there, otherwise he gets mad. He's I like, like I like Kurt him. Gowdy if you wanted yeah. to mask your opinion. But I like him. You want to know why? Why? Because you know the food is good. Because he has zero tolerance for customer service. Oh, stuff. absolutely! Everything there is good. I there's always yeah. a line because everything is good. And you yeah. know what? If you're not an idiot, and and I say that knowingly. Because I've gone in there and been an idiot. I haven't had my cash ready. Yeah, I've, oh, I've, I've done so, all oh, yeah. the mistakes that you do. But once he's got you trained as a customer, it's great. It's 7.59 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Craftsman, Aaron's, plus battery-powered Ego. 
Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, remember a few weeks ago when the Patriots decided to do a little bit of shuffling around with their quarterback depth chart? One minute they're giving a look at Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham during the preseason. The next minute they're cutting both those guys, leaving Mac Jones as the team's only remaining quarterback option. And do you remember when, just after cutting those guys, the Patriots signed the same two guys to the practice squad? And then just days later, they picked up former Old Miss quarterback Matt Corral off the waivers from uh, from Carolina. Does any of this sound familiar to you people? Because it's digging up a lot of suppressed memories for me. If, well, if you can remember that far back, then I'm sure you can also recall that when Patriots signed Matt Corral off waivers, they dropped him to the number three quarterback position behind Bailey Zappi, who they had just cut and resigned to the practice squad. Why? Because early in the day, Matt Corral was placed on the exemption list for allegedly not showing up due to a pressing personal matter. Ten days later, two days ago, Matt Corral was released from the exemption list, waived by the team, and then became a free agent. Well, guess what? Less than 24 hours after becoming a free agent, Matt Corral was immediately snagged to another practice squad contract, and you'll never guess who signed him. The New England Patriots. Listen, I may not be the smartest fellow in the world. I like to think I can figure a few things out from time to time, but to make any sense what Bill Belichick is doing with his backup quarterback situation requires a protractor, an abacus, 287 sheets of uh, spreadsheets, and a bucket loaded number two pencils. If I were a Patriots quarterback, I'd be afraid to sign a lease. I'd be afraid to order address labels. I'd be afraid to make any long-term commitments of any kind simply because it's not entirely clear what's going to happen in the next 24 hours with any of these guys. Look, if Matt Corral had a couple of personal issues that he's dealing with, then that's fine. But slapping on an extra layer of fluctuating job security probably isn't helping very much. And that can't be good for business. But hey, NFMI Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Go to the Big E, go to the Rocky's booth and get a Traeger Woodfire Grill, an Uni Pizza Oven, Carhartt Workwear, and pick it up at the nearby Agawam Rockies or any Rocky's location that's convenient to you. I'm back, that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 813 and Def Leppard with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, sunny and I is 73 today. More of the same for tomorrow. It's 50 right now in downtown Springfield. All right, before we get into our uh, next discussion with uh, Marty Capronios in the studio, I need to tell you that uh, today's $1,000 keyword to cash is the word coin. That's coin, as in I would like to win a bunch of coins, please. C-O-I-N, for those of you who have never spelt that word out uh, manually, go to the Keyword to Cash contest page on rock102.com. Enter the word coin for your chance to win $1,000. Uh, brought to you by Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Uh, so, again, continuing our discussion of our visit to the sure. Big E yesterday, uh, we also posted a video on TikTok. You can go check that out. It's the Rock 102 TikTok page. It's on social media. You'll find it somewhere. Uh, but we did do um, the carnival games yesterday yeah we we walked through uh, the midway and uh you know i've i've said on this show uh, a handful of times that i have never lost at a whack-a-mole i'm like the the number one uh, uh, whacker in western uh, mass i nobody whacks like i do uh, well i do a lot of whacking <laughs> i you know what i've uh, i have never been bested i have beaten so many yeah. six and seven year old kids it's something you, can, you can't even count them all yeah and, and then uh, master whacker over here comes over and blows everybody away unbelievable i uh yeah listen 
I slow rolled you guys. I have to confess now that we're on air. I slow rolled you guys. When we were walking through and the basketball people were like, come on. And I got them to offer us a free shot. Yeah. I purposely bricked those two shots. Oh, really? Because they were free. And I wanted to set up what was then a string of victories throughout the entire uh, midway. Oh, and we failed at that. Oh, this is all a psychological ploy. It's a, it's like pool hustling. You know, uh, as a general, you could let your soldiers in on your game plan. Well, then it wouldn't have been fun. It wouldn't have <laughs> been know, unique. We, we, the we, disappointment in both of your eyes when I when the bell would go off above my thing every time was so worth it for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I was a master. I've always been a master at the squirt the juice in the clown's mouth thing. Yeah. And uh, mostly because it reminds me of uh, the, yeah, that clown right. seemed really. By the way, that clown seemed really yeah. upset. But the and, games uh, were great too. Well, it says squirt here, and I'm I'm pretty yeah. good about squirting there. Yeah, and, right. uh, and 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 I lost. I lost to you yeah. twice. Uh, you know, it's a focus thing. You can't be concerned. I'll tell you the tip now. You can't. You, it's first of all, it's a fast start. You have to have it about as close aimed. To your target as you as you think it's going to be and you got to get on that target and then you can't take your eyes off of that target for the entire race yeah you just have to accept that you're going to be the winner you, you had know, like 15 stuffed animals leaving there yesterday i'm going to show you guys a picture i remember i was telling you guys about it i have it on yeah, my phone yeah. i'll show it. maybe i'll even repost it on my uh on my instagram so people can see if they tune into it i uh I used to love to go to the Big E like in my younger days and have some of the drinks in the V1 tent. And then I would leave my friends and just wander over to the Midway by myself. Wander or stumble? Stumble. Okay. Stumble, mostly Good. stumble. Good. And I would uh, proceed to get into arguments, verbal arguments with the carnies. And I would, uh, I would end up with more stuffed animals than I could carry. Okay. You know Dario. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. One time we left there, and the entire backseat of his BMW was full of stuffed animals. And we were driving home, and he's like, I don't even know how you did this. <laughs> he's like, you have a mental problem. Well, you're, you're good at gambling is what you are. You're, you're, you gamble your money, and, you, and it's, it's a skill. Not a, that's not gambling. That's a skill. That's a skill. Gambling is just going to a slot machine. All right, but how do you – okay, first of all. Yep. The first time you won. I'm sorry. I, gambling is buying a ticket to the Big E, but go ahead. Right. So the first one, he wins. And I'm thinking, okay, he got lucky. How much luckier is he going to be? Then we do the same thing again, another squirt here game. Yep. He wins again. Crushes the two of us. Mm-hmm. Then, I'm th- then we're walking around and like, I got to find the whack-a-mole. I can't allow this to happen. <laughs> you were one so more. confident of the whack-a-mole. Listen, I don't mean to get cocky in the whack-a-mole, but I got to tell you, uh, you're talking about you know world class whacker. You and I think that if uh, if we had gone a, a, another round, I don't think you would have won. Oh, see now now we have to go back because I I would accept that because maybe I would maybe maybe Marty I was slow rolling you. Do you think about that? Well, I did, but that's a real poor execution then because we yeah. should have played a second round. <laughs> We Unless probably. you're playing the long game because you yes. want this for next year. <laughs> All right. But 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 how much did we spend on those three games that we played? I think it was like forty something dollars. Seventy eight thousand dollars. Yeah, it, was, it well, was a lot of money. So those those games were like six bucks a piece. Yeah, so three's uh, eighteen bucks for the three of us to play each one. Right. And so. then but then <clears throat> we somehow got roped into the shark 
fishing game. Well, that one I thought was uh, funny for the video. Yes, because uh, you said, well, everybody wins a prize. Yeah, I wanted you guys to feel like you won something. And then you pull out four fish with <laughs> one hook. How did you do that? That was the other part of the bit. I could, bar- <laughs> I could barely snag one. But you, but you did that yeah. with your skill. You didn't set that up ahead of time. No. That, was a, that was a genuine moment where you pulled four fish out of the tank. Well, I knew there was, I knew there was four hooks on those things. And I knew that I could position myself well enough to to hook the four sharks. Yeah, yeah. I, Listen, I don't know. Anyone... I thought we were all trying to do the same thing, and it wasn't working. I, I would have when we go back to that basketball thing. <laughs> I would have crapped myself if that ball had gone in because I did one of these stupid, like. I'm going to say this now, in case you in case you're feeling lucky. We got two more weeks. I could go back there, pay for the shots, and walk out of there winning the basketball game. Well, why don't you come with us next week when we go on our uh, staff outing? Are you guys going on a staff yeah, outing? We are, yeah, yeah. We're next Thursday. Yeah, I'll 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 go I'll go. <laughs> All right, and All I right. will win the basketball. All right, I don't care if it costs me a hundred dollars. It won't. I'll yeah. probably do it. I'll probably do it. I'll convince them like I did the other day to offer me ten shots for ten bucks, and I'll probably do it in that first ten shots. Yeah, because they can make deals. That's that's the fun of it. That's why I used to like to have a few drinks because then you negotiate. I got her to give us free shots, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. We, she was we, letting we, us shoot shoot free. If we had decided to play, we had already we had already been able to establish the shot, yeah. you know, the pattern and everything else. Yeah. The trick to the basketball game, uh, if you don't have a, an air needle to let out some of the air of the overinflated <laughs> basketball. That is one trick. That would be funny. Actually. The other trick is it's got to be a high arcing shot. It basically has to drop almost straight down into the net because those those rims are pushed oblong. However, you no one uh, likes you, an oblong rim. I can tell you that that's right now. True. That's true. But you almost won with a crazy shot. With I a was crazy just doing shot. a stupid thing. Just to, I was I wasn't even going for a shot. I was just tossing it up like an idiot for the camera. You look like a WNBA player with that shot. It was the craziest yeah. thing I've ever seen. <laughs> but you drilled it right into the front of the rim, yeah. and then it went up to the backboard, and it yeah. almost dropped in. And I was like, that technique I don't think has ever occurred yeah. to me. And just like the WNBA, there were only three people looking at you while you were yeah, doing it. Yeah, that's true. There was nobody there. That's right. It must have been a championship game. <laughs> Playoffs, definitely. At least. Uh, but yeah, we we should go back and do that again. I'll go. I'll I'll listen. I'm your Huckleberry. I'll go make it happen. You have to buy your own ticket this. And time then Bax and I can have a round uh, round two at Whack a Mole. Well, the, the the fact that you were walking out of there would literally like, I think it was like six prizes <laughs> by the end of the day, yeah. was like amazing to me. It's like I've never seen anybody <laughs> get that stupidly lucky playing carny games at any festival anywhere in America. It's not luck. It's a game of skill, my friend. A game of skill. Let me, you want another whack-a-mole? You want me to give you a tip on the whack-a-mole? Sure. When you're going to whack it, use two hands. How can you do that? I'm an Italian. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I just got that. Sorry, but, uh, but, sorry Steve. Yeah, no. <laughs> sorry, sorry uh, with your German. Sorry with your German Syracuse roots. I, That's a well, foreign first I thought you were you were using one hand to whack the mole with, and then the other one is an assist. But you're talking about using two hands. Two on the hands mount. on the shaft of the hammer. Uh huh. Yeah, and you just and just whack it. 
All right. All right. And then All focus. Right. You got to stay right. focused. Right. You can't think of other stuff while you're whacking. And I, I, I didn't, I think too many people <laughs> caught on to your wet in the dime thing because I didn't see those games there anywhere. I think yeah. they took them out after I said that. Yeah, you prob- probably, uh, you, huh? you're, you shouldn't have said anything about I it. I probably shouldn't have, you know. And now watch. We're going to go back and the whack-a-mole sticks are going to be half the size so you can't two-hand whack. Yeah, I, I don't know if uh, if we just do that or whether we also try some of the other things that we didn't get around to because I never saw the uh, the stuffed waffle on a stick. I didn't see that either. Didn't see that. There was a couple other things that were that were being sold that uh, we never got around to. Um. Yeah, there was quite a. There was a cannoli donut thing. Yeah, I yeah, saw right. Them. Yeah, uh, we couldn't. There was a. There were. Yeah, there were quite. A, and the stuffed waffle. The, the, all stuffed that waffle. Stuff, yeah, all the that bacon stuff. wrapped hot dog. We yeah. never got to. What? Well, because it was so much food. Like that. We did have a lot of food in a short amount of time, yeah. and I think that's really kind of what put me over the edge because I was like kind of feeling. Uh, not I think that we could have had more had we not started off so gross. <laughs> I, yeah, we. I mean, <laughs> had it not been for the, the for the pickle lemonade, lemonade, ruined it for me. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about the tater tot. On no, the that was that was delicious. They were good, but it's but it was like right after that, we just got like a certain level of nausea by by the end of it you know if we if the listeners wanted to get together on this prank this is a great idea if everyone could just go to the pickle lemonade stand at gate nine and order a small pickle lemonade and then immediately with a lot of emphasis just spike it into the trash can without even drinking it and be like marty from one of two yeah he was right about this (laughs) Gar. i mean they sell plenty of other things at that one cart that are absolutely delicious But that one thing, you got to be in a certain well, mood to enjoy it. Like the cupcake thing, there was plenty of other things for sale in the cupcake uh, kiosk than those. Listen, those frosting cupcakes. shots are delicious, and the and the, the cookie cookie the go- that they gave you to scoop the frosting shot out was delicious. Right. Now, to, to to be fair, to be fair, the lady that 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 came with us who that shot all the video, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Missy Melissa, yeah. yeah, she actually liked the lemonade. She liked it, but she said, "I really like pickles." I mean, and you have to really like pickles in order to like them. I yeah. love pickles. I told you the best pickle in Western Mass is McKinstry Farms. Uh, yeah, They're pickles, yeah, but that's sure a deal. But that's a deal. That chicken salad from uh, Fruit Unfair over All there. All right, stop. <laughs> oh, but, but, that's a, but that's a dill pickle, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. It's a but dill this pickle, they but grow this, it. They they brine it themselves and but they this, sell. It. But like I said, the 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 pickle lemonade was sweet pickles. And to me, that threw the whole thing off. I wasn't expecting it, and and, and I don't like sweet pickles. I'm surprised you were evil, even able to get the notes of the pickle because it was so disgusting for me. Everything just shut off, like my brain shut off. It was I. It was like a shot of sweetness, and then all of a sudden, this nasty taste of pickle right after that. If and people, I was like, no, I can't do it. If, did you notice my face in that video? If you look at my yeah. face in the back, I'm literally trying not to throw up. I'm just. <laughs> I spit it out. <laughs> It's disgusting. This is why, had we had that been the last thing we do, or the second to last thing, we probably could have packed away more food. Yeah, of course, then we probably would have puked up yeah, Thanksgiving puked up. nachos all over the ground. That would have been a mistake. Which Nagel would have picked up and eaten, probably. No, but. stop. That took, all of that goes to the Golden Corral. So it's uh, <laughs> 25 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. Rock 102. It's 8.34 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Aquatique Pools. Schedule your fall pool maintenance and closing today, 7.30 Union Street in West Springfield. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Uh, one person is facing charges after a serious crash along the Mass Pike yesterday. Mass State Police spokesperson Dave Procopio said the crash, which occurred around 9.15 a.m. near mile marker 82, 
on the westbound side of the highway involved a box truck and a pickup truck. The driver of the box truck, a 34-year-old man from Everett, was taken to an area hospital by medical helicopter with serious injuries. Pacopio noted that the driver of the pickup truck, 37-year-old Nathan Miranda of Winchenden, has been charged with operating under the influence of drugs, operating under the influence of drugs causing serious injury, possession of a Class B narcotic, as well as other motor vehicle offenses. Drivers should ex- uh, ex- w- drivers had delays in both directions. It was like six hours mm. waiting in line uh, in traffic. Again, we were talking about it earlier. There's nothing you can do about it. There's somebody in distress that needs help. But you're all in the same boat, and you're all stuck in traffic, and you ain't going anywhere for yeah. a very long, long time. Been in that situation more than I care to be. Yeah, it, it sucks, but there's like, what? Do you, there's nothing to do. A uh, Springfield resident has been indicted for her involvement to distribute drugs. <laughs> Steve, I believe that's pronounced indicted. If you've seen the mugshot, I believe she's been indicted. Uh, according to the acting U.S. Attorney of Massachusetts, a 26-year-old was indicted on one count of her intent to distribute fentanyl. Officials revealed the identity of a woman to be Carolea Santiago of Springfield and a charge to intent to uh, distribute the drug is a sentence for up to 20 years in prison along with a four-year supervised release and up to a fine of $1 million. Hmm. Uh, and uh, where do you find this story? Uh, Western Mass News. Western Mass News. Let me look that up. Western. you got to watch the video to see. Oh, really? Shot. Do I have yeah, to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, I don't want to do that. Another fight <laughs> caught on camera at the Big E over the weekend that led to two arrests. It took about two dozen West Springfield police officers to stop this one that broke out on Sunday night with the whole ordeal ending with two people in handcuffs. A video is uh, showing the dramatic and hectic scene around 10.30 p.m., on Sunday night, West Springfield police said a fight erupted involving several people. When police got there, they saw a man later identified as Nasea Figueroa uh, uh, repeatedly punching another man. After police attempted to restrain the 20-year-old, he he can be seen kicking the man in the face, injuring his nose, and allowing blood to gush everywhere. Yeah, I saw that video. Mm. The cop was holding the kid. And the the other kid ran up and kicked the kid in the head like a soccer yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. In the like, end, with no regard to the cop. Well, how many more yards do they need for a first down? <laughs> uh, was, what two, three, <laughs> whatever it takes. Uh, in the end, West Springfield police arrested and charged Figueroa with a disorderly conduct and assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. Police uh, said that Francesca Lopez was uh, also involved in the ordeal. The 20-year-old charged with resisting arrest and trespass after they said she refused to leave the fairgrounds and also made several attempts to get closer to Figueroa after the fight was over. It was his girlfriend. Uh, you can't arrest him. Uh, he didn't do anything. Uh, this isn't the first violent breakout uh, at the Big E this year. On the fair's opening day, a different brawl took place. Now with two fights happening in the fair's first weekend, Big E officials, along with local police, are revamping security protocols. I'm still I'm still uh, standing by my uh, my uh, thoughts on this. That uh, you know, it's all a big numbers game. 117,000 people in the first weekend of the Big E, and you only had two fights? I'd take those numbers any day. That's not bad, yeah. Everyone's there, you know, drinking and hanging out, you know. Listen, I know some state fairs that uh, if they get two fights in an hour, they're they're feeling pretty good about (laughs) it. They're doing good. Uh, The West Springfield police also noted that uh, this young lady who was arrested also said, you can't arrest me, I'm on public property. And they quickly informed her that you are not. <laughs> Once you buy the ticket to get into yeah, the place, or yeah, even, if, you, even if, you ha- if somebody gave you the ticket and you walked in here, it's it's a private uh, business. Well, we were talking yesterday. If you start a ruckus in one of the state buildings, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're, you're, you're liable to those states' laws. True like if, story. You like, know what? We should have asked Gene about that because- no, it's true. It's true. They that would is absolutely extradite true. Extradite you to Rhode Island in but, order to face charges. Yeah, hundred percent. Next Thursday, here's what we're gonna do. We'll have a few drinks. We'll go to the main building and we'll throw potatoes at each other until the state troopers arrest one of us. Yeah, and then they promptly will drive us all the way to Portland, Maine, or wherever the courthouse is in Maine. I believe and old, old Orchard has a courthouse there. We could <laughs> that'd be nice. Yeah. And we could do the arcade after. Yeah, well, like Dunkwit's beautiful this time of year too. Yeah, it's nice. It is nice. Why not? Let's take a trip. Yeah, but that's what they do. They will. They will because there has been cases of people either shoplifting or people getting in fights in those buildings. That's why they have state troopers from each place in those buildings. They're responsible for arresting that person. It's like being at a U.S. embassy. If you're at a U.S. embassy in France and you uh-huh. punch the guy that's standing next to you. You you don't get charged in French court. That's you just, get charged it, in, in good old U.S. Court. I, I I understand that that that's what it is, but we're not in another country. We're only in another state, and it just seems like it's too much to uh, like have to deal with all that. The, wouldn't it be easier to just prosecute people right here in the county that it, that the incident happened? No, Steve, because they're the state buildings of those places. They function like mm-hmm. embassies. Yeah. That is sovereign ground of those states. I mean, I almost got into a fist fight yesterday in the Rhode Island building when I was hanging out with a guy that didn't like the Dell's frozen lemonade. Or a soggy dog. Soggy right, hot dogs. Right there in the front lawn, I almost, uh, you know, dropped them. Because the soggy dog didn't snap like you said it, it would. Dude. All right, but forget the snapping part. How about it the was dog? still I'm a delicious hot dog. forget the snapping part. You said said that was the thing that made the dog was it snapped All in right. your mouth. But it the also, t- the taste of the, the hot dog should really matter. It was a good tasting hot dog. Yeah. It was an okay. See, this is the thing. You guys are all like, this is so great. Uh, and I'm like, it's okay. It's not like horrible. I don't think Dell's Lemonade is horrible. I just don't think it's extraordinary that the way you paint it out a dell's lemonade and a soggy dog is a nice afternoon it, in rhode island which is, is what we were having until you ruined it the only thing that would make it better heard, is a second soggy dog that's the only thing that, that would have been perfect I, I have never heard nice afternoon in rhode island in the same sentence until oh my oh, lord here we go, here we go. you don't Listen. like rhode island at all no, Rhode Island sucks. I'm reading all these things about how much Rhode Island sucks. You never take your kids down to the beach there, Watch Hill, Newport? Nope. No. God, never, no. Never involved yourself in like a, a nice good old Rhode Island gangland I, slang? You know what? Yeah. I had uh, I had a couple friends of mine who uh, took my kids to uh, those beaches because I didn't want to go there. What? Yeah. You, hey, yeah, we're what's, going what's to Rhode your... Island for the day. Okay, well, you can take the kids. I'll see you later. There, listen, there's a beach right where Taylor Swift's house is. Oh. Your kids would enjoy that. You could swim oh. right up to her backyard. Yeah. Oh, wow. A house and a person I can't even talk to or go it's, in and see. It's not about Taylor Swift. The point is she has enough money where she could buy a house anywhere in the world on a beach, and she chose the beach at Watch Hill. That's how nice it because is. Because you know Taylor Swift likes terrible things. No. Have you ever, oh, my Lord. Have you ever been to Block Island? No. I'm not oh, great fun. Block Island. Great fun. Block oh. Island is awesome. Uh, my but lord! I mean, I like. I'm gonna. I'm not a big fan of Mesquamacut. To me, that's just no. way too crowded. Uh, yeah. It's... But like the Breachway, Charlestown, Charlestown, all those beaches over there. Be- Little Compton, absolutely gorgeous. Beautiful, beautiful. Napa Tree Point and Watch Hill, that beach, untouched. Just beautiful nature. Why is it called an island when it's not an island? Because it's loaded with islands. Yeah. 
But it's not Rhode Island's. It's Rhode Island. It's technically Rhode Island of the Providence Plantations. Yeah. You know what? Rhode Island. Sucks. Hey, listen. Yeah. You you uh you are from Syracuse. Yeah. No yeah. one has ever seen a cuse and would know what it is. I'm actually from New Jersey. If you really want, all to the more. Re- oh yeah, oh, like New Jersey, well, boy. Yeah. There you go. Oh, well, well, oh really? Which well, exit? Yeah, we uh, 151. By the way, uh, we the Bon Jovi uh, rest stop. Is that where you're from? Right, right in that area. The Bon Jovi. Yeah. Well, they tell you they what. Their rest stops in New Jersey after the famous people in New Jersey. They got three. I'll it's tell like you. Ray Liotta, Bon Jovi, and Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Done. They and, did do that? Yeah, 100%. I thought it was still like Molly Pitcher and like all those old uh, colonial See, this is why you, you're America not thing. well-traveled. You just know. What do you mean you not know, well-traveled? You know, the, you knew, you knew the, the hill towns, you know East Long Meadow, and you know North Carolina. I'll tell you. That is it. Yeah. I'll tell you what. You know what the three most overrated things in New Jersey are? Bruce Springsteen, oh. his band, oh. and Bon Jovi. Oh. And if I want to put the frosting in the cake, Woo. I'm going to say Rudy, I'm going to say Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. Oh my God! Yeah. These are fight on a classic rock station. You're, you're dropping this flag. It was funny because holy it, cow! It, Bax and I were talking off the air this morning about like how you have to. Like, we were talking about how I was a boomer trying to make the stupid TikTok video, asking Molly how to how do I do this yeah. split thing? I, what, what's this button for? How do you fade transition? Put words on the screen. Help me, please. You know, I'm, I'm trying to do that. But I, I'm also, like, to explain something to a younger person and call them, like, gen explanations. Like, you have to, like, <laughs> tell somebody what things used to be like. And But you mentioned Bon Jovi, and I mentioned it to him this morning. I'm like, all right, kids, you remember 1-900 numbers? <laughs> Bon Jovi gave away his childhood home on MTV, and you had to call a 1-900 number in order to try to win it. And everybody paid $13 for the call to do so. Where did that money go, by the way? <laughs> to Bon Jovi to buy his house in East Longmeadow. Yeah, that seemed like a little steep for a call, yeah. 13 bucks at the time. 13. That was 1988, 89. Was that at the uh, MTV Spring Break Beach House? It may have been. It could have been. Yeah, could right. have very well been. But, uh, yeah. See, that, the, see that, was, that was a different That is so funny. I haven't even thought about yeah, a 900 number. Yeah, but do you remember that whole thing where they yeah. gave his house away and everybody in America was trying to get Bon Jovi's childhood sure. home? I bet you these kids don't even, they probably, the concept of a chat line, do you remember those commercials used to be on in our youth? Oh, yeah. They'd be like, call 1-900 to talk to eligible yeah. female ladies. I'm just waiting for Stop. the call. Oh, we just need you to call. I'm yeah. lonely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. used to be able to call the same 900 number and talk to <laughs> Mistress Cleo, who could have told you the future. Oh, my God. And there's another one. Yeah. It's just, see, the internet has ruined a lot of those things. But, you, but you never knew who was on the other end of the line. No. That's like, uh, you know, when the internet came around and I had that, uh, that shirt that said, I'm the teenage yeah. girl you bonked off to in the chat room. <laughs> Because <laughs> you don't know who's on the other end. You never do. Yeah. You, you know what? Uh, nowadays, if they had a 900 number, you know what would happen if you called to be like, hello, you've reached Mr. Yeah, Mistress yeah. Cleo. Yeah. It'd yeah. be a uh, call center in India or Pakistan. I used to love Miss Cleo. She, those commercials were the best. That man, yeah. darling, he's cheating on you. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> What? I used to like Dionne Warwick up until that point when she <laughs> Dude, became a psychic. Was, that was it. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today <laughs> going to be sunny with a high of 73. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 73. It's 50 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah.
Are you ready for a fresh start? Looking for new opportunities? Cadence Engine Systems, which includes B&E Tool in Southwick and Tell Tool in Westfield, is a leader in aerospace manufacturing, and they're growing. They have immediate openings for CNC to hire. It's 849 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni and Rock 102. Someone just uh, messaged and said, you three sound like the three women on The View today. <laughs> and I think you're the Joy Behar, if, if I got to yeah. point Joy figures. Joy Behar? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I, I probably can fit that, uh, that persona. Um, who somebody just wrote on here, uh, or wrote recently on the video that we did? Yeah, uh, a tot on the ground is nothing. I've I've been to mingles. I've had far worse things in my mouth <laughs> than a tot off the ground at the Big E. She's absolutely right. I mean, that's that's the kind of place. Oh, that was a woman who wrote that. Yeah, it was a wow. woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She uh, she said that. She said that. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Save that phone number. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey. A 1-900 number. Mingles, huh? <laughs> There's another thing some of these kids don't understand. Mingles. Yeah, they'll never uh, yeah. they'll never experience that. Or uh, uh, Geraldine's, remember the, the original? Wrinkle, the Wrinkle Ranch, yeah. The Wrinkle Ranch, yeah. Sundays and Wednesdays. Well, see, now we're at that age where all those bars. Remember we you used to hear from the older people who were like, oh, yeah. I remember this place and that. What was the place downtown, the, the club downtown? Was it TJ's? TJ's or Lemons was in Chickabee on ninety one. Lemons was Monday night. Remember, that's the other thing. There used to be a a route of bars (laughs) that you would go to when you were like twenty one and you were single, and it was like Monday night everyone went to Lemons. Wednesday night everyone went to Geraldine's. Sunday everyone went to Geraldine's. What about trumpets? Oh my! Remember trumpets? Yeah, I forgot about that. We used to call the island. We used to call the island of misfit toys. Yeah, (laughs) because it used to be like, who has ever heard of a choo with square wheels? Nobody wants a date with a lazy (laughs) eye. Misfits, we're all misfits. It was like trying to shop at the old. There used to be a. There used to be a grocery store. That's so great. There was a grocery store in Chicopee that opened. It was called like uh, it was on Front Street where the where the community health center is now. It was called like the Boston Boston Supermarket or something like that. And it was all dented cans. Yeah. And it was like, oh yeah, this is like shopping the all dented can store. This is like uh, going to Trumpets when you were twenty one <laughs> and single. I remember uh, asking somebody years ago. I'm like, where can I get a Grand Slam in this uh, Chicopee here? And they say, well, you can go to Denny's or right across the street. <laughs> Trump gets a over there too. That's more of a moons over my head. Yeah, oh yeah. God! We, we did uh, we did a couple work releases at, at Mingles, but oh. that was after it was bought out and then cleaned out and they removed all the dank. Oh, how, yeah. how could you though? It, it had to be in the walls of that place. You, they 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 stripped the windows so you could actually see outside. <laughs> That's great, and you could even see inside but you know before that they were all heavily tinted windows yeah. so the light of day never shone through and at that point it was okay but they had that motel behind yeah. it and i think the first time we did a work release there was a uh there, there was a mattress that was outside oh uh, sure i think drying out and it had like an <laughs> outline of a body i don't know what kind of i don't know what kind of substance was around this outline it could have been anything but it was like there were people that used to go inside uh, this bar and then spend the night at that motel. That was a great night yeah, out in West Springfield. Not, yeah, absolutely. Was. Well, that was the other thing. You could go to these places when you weren't 21, too. When I was like 20, I went to Mingles and I was talking to this lady and uh, she was like 24 and she was like, 
so uh, you want to spend some time together? And I was like, sure. Like, what do you what do you have in mind? She's like, how about the night? And I was like, oh, I live with my parents. And she's like, we could get a room right here at the motel. And I was like, that was the most disgusting thing I'd ever heard. I'm like, you trash bag. <laughs> you were so attractive three seconds ago. She- and, now, and now you're like, I wonder what she's doing now. <laughs> oh, God. God. Healing. Yeah, healing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I think, I think the scabs grew back skin oh, on the God. top of them. Yeah. Can you imagine? You had to be. If you, like, that was the most offensive thing to imagine. Mm. Someone that was like, I would like to do anything. Though That hotel was, dis- it was literally a crack den. Yeah, well, when in Rome. Let's, let's say, you know, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to label it. something. <laughs> I mean, allegedly. Yeah, was, right, uh, right. According correct. to rumor. Yes, yeah. rumor has it. Yeah. But, uh, well, there you go. We had, we had a great time. Yeah. The they used to have a thing called Selectrocution, too. You guys At Geraldine's, that? yeah. Oh, you know what? Uh, the Still brought that back. Uh, no, they did probably not. Probably about six or seven years ago. They had a, like a like a Selectrocution night, and then you could do the texting, and you, you write the message all, down, and then the, it would scroll across the All screen. the gang members showed up and started shooting people. They're like, oh, we thought it was execution. Sorry, our fault. Yeah, wrong no, thing. No, 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 wrong thing. Yeah, yeah, wrong I, still, thing. I still wish that someone had kept the the Longju uh, sign. No, the the the, mis- the misspelled lounge side oh, outside God, Geraldine's. Outside. I would, so that would, you know, you got the uh, the Kenny Rogers roaster sign. We know the guy that got the uh, the big the big giant white guy from uh, Mutual Ford. Yeah, but what? who's got that one lounge? The misspelled Longe? lounge sign. Well, who's I got mean, that? It, it probably came in pieces, uh, much like a patron <laughs> would at, at Geraldine's. Um, God. But it was like one letter at a time. Like they probably sold it off in letters. Oh my god! Well, yeah. That would that would be one of those uh, great things to own. A piece and, of and Western Mass. That's a piece of history right there. Yeah, yeah. Right. Nah, nostalgia gone by the wayside. Uh, it would go good with my Kenny Rogers roaster sign on my garage. Well, you know, it's funny that you brought that up because that just uh, did a lot more explaining to uh, your palate. <laughs> what, the, it's uh, the Kenny wood Rush. that makes it good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not fast food. It's good food served quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it's eight fifty six with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock one hundred two. Prices are high. Right on. The holidays are right around the corner, ho, ho, ho. and you could use some extra cash.